This week on Show Me Your News, New York Comic Con, California's gaming law, and free on live are discussed. Also, Nintendo's piracy statement, Redbox selling game rentals, the worst gaming peripheral yet, and much more. We also have an It's Your Turn from Epsilon125 on the Scott Pilgrim franchise. The Buzzsaw and I have guests Super and Tony TH on the show to break down the latest video gaming news. Hey, gaming world, I implore you to... Show me your news! And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's... Show me your news! Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko. And I am the Buzzsaw. Our top stories today. Uh, you get to speak out against California. Well, for why and how can you do that? Uh, On Live is free. Nintendo made a statement about piracy. Redbox is getting video game rentals. And there are more dumb peripherals, but not for the Wii. Uh, out recently, we'll talk about NBA Jam and Sonic 4. And the big in this week is New York Comic Con. We'll get some mail time questions and wrap that up. It's episode 72 of the show. It is the episode before we have our little Yomacon adventure in Detroit, Michigan. So that'll be fun with a bunch of sminges getting together and all that good stuff. So Buzz, uh, tell us who our uh, guests are today. Our guests this uh, week, bi-weekly, <laughs> not this week, this other, <laughs> every other week. Our guests this week are Super and Tony TH. Say hello, fellas. Hey. Yeah. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Super. Super th- uh, Yeah, tell us a little bit about yourselves and your involvement in the community. Uh, Super, start with you. All right, well, you know, I guess my claim to fame in the, in the cast was episode 52, which was the fan cast. And, you know, I've basically been around since the third episode, and I've actually been on Show Me Your News a couple of times. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Tony TH, how about yourself? Uh, pretty much the same thing. <laughs> I've yeah, pretty much not... been on his coattails the whole time, pretty much. So you are, like, one in the same, just two different voices. Yeah, I'm second banana, which fits because my hedgehog's yellow, so whatever. (laughs) It's been fun, and uh, me and Super are happy to be back because last time, uh, last, it was the end of last season, and Yoko said, well, it was pretty much their season, so we'll have it back. So we're like, we're we're not coming back, are we? Not at all. That was our season. We're we're done. This isn't happening. We did background checks on both, yeah, and uh, we decided to let you back on. What was the last one? It It wasn't the Pokecast was the last one. There was one... It was there, the E3 one. Yeah. Yeah. E3, that's right. But yeah, it, it, it was it was uh, episode 64 because we uh, opened with the N64 kid. Oh, that's yep. right. Episode 64. Except that joke didn't pull off that well because it wasn't that loud. I remember that. But yeah, we have <laughs> have you guys on the show because uh, Sonic 4 released and you guys are, you know, really really big uh Sonic fans with, you know, Super's involvement in uh on the Sonic Retro community. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tony TH on Middle Ground Forums, MG Comics, 
Facebook.com plug. It's um, that giant nice. button on the on the side of your site if you guys missed it. There you go. Yeah, he does the, uh, the Tony the Hedgehog uh, it, comic. It's, it's the other blue one. <laughs> um, but let's see. We start always. Well, we usually start off the show with a uh, "What are you playing?" But I wanted to get it a quick in, pl- quick plug in for uh, for Yomacon because these two guests here will will be actually meeting face to face in a couple weeks. How interesting that will be with uh, everyone else. And I wanted to announce. I don't know if like I'm officially allowed to announce it yet, but you know they haven't come out with the schedule yet for Yomacon and all that. But for those that are near the Metro Detroit area. Uh, we have we've mentioned before our panel for Show Me Your News, where Cyberlink Sword Hunter and I are going to be, you know, having a little panel. We're going to talk about like the podcast history, do some question and answer, that kind of stuff. We're going to be video and audio recording. It won't be live, but don't worry, we're going to have it on YouTube and on the site and everywhere, and going to be doing a whole bunch of video recording that weekend. Um, but the point is, on Thursday it would be. Let me double check the date of it. Thursday, da, 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 the 28th, it is the free day of the convention. So you don't even have to pay to come in. We are the planned as the first event, among with some other events, on the schedule at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern on Thursday, the 28th. So, you know, if we'll have a, we have a Show Me News uh, Yomacon thread on the forums at showmenews.com slash forum. So if you want more information on that, check it out. But if you're a listener to the show and you haven't been in much contact with the forums, Thursday, 8 o'clock p.m., come see us live and meet us. Meet and greet, and we're going to have an awesome weekend at Yomacon. I'm really excited for you guys to come out. I'm missing a college uh, class for it. Hooray! <laughs> are you going to Are you gonna be able to make the 8 o'clock super? Probably not. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah I will. Um, I'm oh, staying, sweet. I'm staying with my uh, brother on Wednesday night uh, in Mount Pleasant, so it's going to be a quick drive. Excellent. So me, me and Super have to bro hug, and then we'll head right over there. Yeah. I need to send a cardboard cutout of myself, just like standing next to Yoko. You know what? I'm gonna We're, make. I'll make one. <laughs> like gonna, was there? Yay! I'll We're make, also gonna have the sugar saw live via webcam. So her <laughs> cooing will her cooing will be in the background, and it'll feel like an authentic episode via baby <laughs> monitor. <laughs> yes. Random, random little sound bites just shooting off. Like, oh, what was that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I should totally make a Goto cardboard cutout. I have the materials to do that. Or I'll just draw one terribly, and it's like, that's Buzz. Say hi. <laughs> and we'll even have to see if I can contact Panda and get him out there. It's yes. honestly like a few miles away from his university. Unless he has an exam, like... Panda is a mystery. He's no like excuse. totally inaccessible, yet he like has activity on his Smashboards account. So it's like, and he's on live stream, livestream.com/samuraipanda. He does uh, um, lol games, League of Legends. Oh, really? Yes, he does. What? <laughs> he's, he's betraying us. What is this? He's like hiding from the rest of the world. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, it won't happen because he cannot know who we are. I'm telling That's you. True. <laughs> he's got to go get milk. Get milk. Get milk. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm really afraid if it does happen because it's just gonna. I feel like he's gonna hate us. I swear. Actually, honestly, if he walks in, I'm just gonna stand up, pointing at, yell at him, "Where's the milk?" <laughs> and he'll be like, "Oh, what?" And he'll just yeah. exactly. And then he'll beat us a snake in the hotel room later. So we don't yeah. want that. This is true. <laughs> Apparently, I'm gonna be converted into Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing. I did. Oh, like it's the, happening. I, I liked the demo. Yes. I really did. But it's just I didn't want to buy it, so you'll kick my ass and 
then be like, buy it, and I'll be like, um, okay, maybe. <laughs> when it when it goes down to twenty bucks, <laughs> there you go. That that's that'll be the. the big, I mean, it'll happen sometime, right? It happened with the the tennis game. So, <laughs> this is better than the tennis game. The tennis game was alright. I couldn't play the tennis game. I downloaded the demo and I couldn't. I'd never hit a single tennis ball. It just kept on swinging like five seconds after I pressed the button. <laughs> I love Cyberlink saying, "We will fix you." <laughs> oh, jeez, that reminds me of, like getting spayed or neutered. <laughs> Um, anyway, let's transition from that uncomfortable uh, discussion of pet fixing to uh, actually talking about games, right? Uh, so the what, are, the what Are You Playing section, it's got to be play, plain, um, is where we talk about the latest video games that we've been playing, and we gave a little mini review. So we start with Buzz. What have you been playing, Buzz? Well, I'm sure you can all guess what I've been playing the most, and that's either... If it's not homework, it's Borderlands. Oh, I'm still waiting for the new patch. Patch 1.5 comes out this month, and that'll add eight more levels, increase the level cap by eight levels when it comes out. So I'm excited for that. And in the meantime, I've been doing Cromorax runs with uh, my wife and with my neighbor who plays the game. Cromorax but, runs means nothing to me. Explain that. Uh, Cromorax is a very, 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 very difficult boss. Aha. Uh-huh. And I don't think I had enough varies because if you try and take him on alone, you die in the first like two seconds of seeing him. Awesome. And you need a group to like flank him really hardcore. He's really, really difficult. But <clears throat> you've all heard enough of my Borderlands ranting. So another game I've been playing, um, I saw a review for this game on Kotaku and I was convinced and so I went ahead and bought it. Um, it's a game for the iPhone or iPod Touch called Game Dev Story. That's dev as in development, as in game developer kind of story. And just like it sounds, you run a little game dev company. It's a little kind of simulator game. Um, I'm trying to think of games that resemble it. Maybe it's a little bit like Sims. But the idea is that you have this little office and you hire programmers and artists and you know musicians and sound engineers... I mean, based on your budget, you start with a really tiny team, and uh, you you slowly expand. You you release a game, and as that game's making money, you're working on the next game, and you're like hiring people and firing people, and it's really really fun. I'll have to I'll have to post a link to the Kotaku review because it's it's a really interesting game. But what's funny isn't is that, that paradoxical uh, given your current yeah, much like that's gotta be a little surreal. What do you mean paradoxical in what sense? You're making games, aren't you? Oh, I know. Yeah, it's and that's why I have special attachment to it. <laughs> it's just how really you, funny. How do you how do you win that game? You don't. I mean, I mean, I don't know if they have a set ending. But what's funny is the the whole game mimics everything we do on the show. Like um, every so often while you're playing the game, it's like, oh, hold on, there's a game conference. There's a new console coming out. Let's go see what the new console is. <laughs> and it like they have all these made up names for the different companies. Like Nintendo is Nintendo. And instead of NES and Super NES, they have IES and Super IES, and Game Boy is called Game Kid, and <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's really funny that they mimic the whole game industry, and you sit there and you, and they they did a good job of making your employees like punks. Like if you hire the wrong person or you keep one person too long, 
they start performing really crappy. Like, hey, do this work for me. And they're like, I don't want to. I'm really bad at it. I don't want to feel like doing it right now. And then I'm like, you're fired. And he's like, fine, I don't want to work here anyway. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> so, you probably, anyway, so you, you probably win the game if you get like Modern Warfare 2 sales numbers, but then you get like, <laughs> probably. Get, like some sort of a lawsuit against you. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. It's just really funny. That, that's the cliffhanger ending uh, leading up to the sequel. Yeah. It's, it's really over. funny. You, you have to see it to fully understand it, but it's just funny because every time you go to make a game, you like pick the genre you want to make. Okay, now pick the style. How much niche appeal do you want to have? How much innovation? How much quality? Uh-oh, you have bugs. Do you want to fix the bugs before releasing or ship it with bugs? Like all this funny stuff. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just the epitome of game development all in a little sim game. It's really, really, really funny. And all the wrong uh, answers bring you to Sega. <laughs> yeah, Sega's called Senga in the game. <laughs> they just stuck it in, in there. Would you Did like to leak the specs? What's that? I said with their mascot, Speedy the Needle Mouse. Oh, probably. Would you uh, like to, to answer... leak all your specs for the next game online? Too <laughs> much, yeah. Do you, do, you want, do you want to do an audit of your employees and see who's blogging all your secrets? The Dojo. To, uh, answer someone's I just lost it uh, someone's question in the live chat uh, yes I have defeated Cromerax but not alone defeating Cromerax is a monumental task that requires help and teams and if you know the game it requires a siren <laughs> siren's the best way to beat Cromerax uh-huh. so anyway that's what I've been playing super what about you I have been losing my life to Minecraft. Minecraft. Yay, Minecraft. I mean, anyone in the anyone who knows me will probably knew that I was living it up for Halo Reach. And then someone that handed me an account for Minecraft. And this was a week before Halo Reach. I started playing. I started playing. Halo Reach came out. I got it. I played it. Went through the campaign. And then for the rest of the four days that I had it rented, I was playing Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> I just had things to build, and it's even amazing. And, and like I was spending all it's like, if you see my gaming center, my desktop is next to my 360. So it's just like I'm playing Minecraft, and then like something goes wrong at the computer, or you know I get kicked off. So you know I spin in my swivel chair, and start making Ford maps. So yes, I have been also been playing a lot of Halo Reach. As well, yeah, and just to, just to give people some perspective, uh, Minecraft is made by one person, and he started selling it while it's still in alpha. It's not even in beta yet, and he's already sold four hundred thousand units. And in his, in terms of his currency, I believe he's, he lives in Europe. Um, he's made about five and a half million dollars. Oh my mm. god! And I mean, he's this not even is, selling at full price. Exactly. I mean, and this is this is a game that, by today's standard, the graphics are the most atrocious things you've ever seen in your life. But it's still so beautiful. <laughs> it is. Uh, we were talking about it earlier. You, someone created all of Kanto. Yes, that was very impressive. With near pixel perfect accuracy, as far as you could get for a three D environment. Mm-hmm. And there are people creating Zelda maps. I myself have created. Uh, the first dungeon and the island that housed it in Minecraft from the original Legend of Zelda. Hmm. And oh god, is it more the most fun thing when you when you're yep. playing online? Despite give, the bugs. give us an uh, an hour estimation of how long that took you. 
uh, our estimation. Yeah. Tell, tell them how long you had to ignore me while you were doing that. <laughs> uh, let's see. By the time I was finished, because literally I was building this under our lake, you know, for accuracy's sake. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, when you're trying to raise the ceiling, what do you hit but water? So I had yeah. to swim underneath the lake and make another layer of stone. And that took about five hours. <laughs> because you keep on running into dirt, but you don't want dirt ceilings. You want stone ceilings, so you got to put stone there. <laughs> I almost built it with diamond because the entire first dungeon was blue, but I thought that would just be way too gaudy. Uh-huh. But in the end, yes, it took about ten hours to complete. Wow. Was it worth it? It was so worth it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. When you, just, when you get it all done, you walk up those stairs, and you turn yourself around, walk down the stairs and into it it's just like holy crap Jeez. I did it, this it really is cool because Minecraft is it's it's one of those games I can watch on YouTube and watch total strangers play it and mess with it and I even I'm enthralled I don't even own the game yet I plan on getting it eventually but it's I just am. so much fun to see what people make like Speaking if you go into Zelda Universe like I said earlier ZeldaUniverse.net they have someone making the entire Deku tree uh, from Ocarina of Time, and it's very, very Whoa. accurate. It's amazing. So Let, let's not forget. Uh, so there is someone who is literally building a working computer in Minecraft. Yes, I've seen that one. Yep, working CPU and ALU. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You also got count. the uh, yep. You got the Enterprise D life size mm-hmm. model. Yep. <laughs> um, I don't know. My favorite video, and I, I shared it with Buzz. And mm-hmm. if if you haven't. I think the video is called, you know, Mine, uh, Minecraft Fire WTFFFFF. And you basically just have to Google search Minecraft Fire because it's this guy, and he's got this nice log cabin house. And, you know, he's trying to show you how you can set up a fireplace. And when he starts the fire, it kind of unintentionally starts a chain reaction and it burns down his entire house. Including all those lovely bookcases. I know. And it, it, it was, and I was, while I was watching, I felt like such a geek because I saw him place the wood and I'm just like no the bottom is wood you need to have a stone bottom he says it there <laughs> and the house goes up and I'm just like you deserved this <laughs> the best part is when he's he's like trying to get the water and he's getting like the bucket filled with water and he puts one out and then there's like when he puts one square out, there's like ten squares that have taken <laughs> fire. Already, like yeah, eight other squares lit up. And then he beats it with a crowbar, and then like <laughs> half the house is gone. Oh my god, he's got to see this. It was amazing. It's... Now, super, does it have like save states? Because I was wondering, like at the end, like did he save beforehand? Uh, sometimes uh, there is a way to create backups of your world, mm-hmm. but otherwise, no, everything oh is. You can't go back. That makes the video so much better. <laughs> you watch someone's dreams crushed live. <laughs> and it's so good. Super, I have to tell you, after all this creating and being addicted, please stay away from Little Big Planet 2 when it comes out. I don't have a you PS3, don't... but as soon as okay. I do, you know what the hell I'm going to get. <laughs> I'm never going to see you again. We're gonna there's have to a, all intervention uh, you. There's a a really good uh, what's, uh, I can't I can't speak. Um, Penny Arcade Penny Arcade comic about a 
uh, Minecraft. Yeah. I'll post the link for you guys to see. It's really funny. Because, mm-hmm. again, it's one of the games that when you first hear about it, it looks just absolutely silly. But it just when you start playing it, you just can't stop touching it. Wow. That sounded a little weird, but all right. <laughs> that is pretty good. It's called uh, Mine All Mine Part 2, if you want to look at their... Uh, their archives. Wow. Mine, my, mine all mine is part one is also good. <laughs> um, Tony, what have you been playing? Uh, not much lately. I I have the thing I've been going through though is uh, I game flat Uncharted a few months ago oh. and or I think last month it took me. It was the first one, and I uh, hear the. I heard that the first one's like I hear two is like oh my god this is the, one of the best games ever mm-hmm. but I'm playing through one and I'm like eh, this is alright and there were several moments where I had to rage quit there was a lot of like <laughs> rage quitter oh yeah it was just, well it's just like uh, it's th- that pissed me off I need uh, two days away from this game for a while and a lot of that it was really hard to shoot people they wouldn't stand still like you know, it's like they can't stand still. Curse these people. They you know don't what I stand mean? still. You, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like guys are moving way too much, and it's like almost impossible to shoot them in the yeah. head. Where yeah. or they're not moving enough, or there's no balance. And I had trouble on easy, and I was just going out of my mind. But it was it was all right. And then I sent it back, and my buddy owns too, so I just borrowed it from him. Oh my god, Uncharted 2 is amazing. Like, right off the bat, you're like, oh, the gunplay is so much smoother. Oh my god, the platforming is so much tighter, and he grabs the stuff so much easier, and uh, oh my god, I just got five headshots in the row. I don't suck at gunplay. <laughs> that wasn't going through my mind, because I don't play enough gun games. I usually play Kirby and Mario and stuff. Yeah. Do, you, so, do you need to play um, Uncharted before Uncharted 2? I you know I watched a buddy of mine he he played Uncharted two like like all the way through in front of me I watched it, it like it's good just to watch because the story's really good I mean it's like a movie but it, is it critical to play, is it critical to play the first before the second yeah I, yeah I wasn't too lost and there's a character there's some like two characters that come back from the first one mm. so I mean you you don't need to but it's kind of like, oh, cool! I know these characters and know their relationships and mannerisms. So yeah, kind of like Metal Gear Solid, where like it helps for the referencing and all that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not essential. Like Metal Gear, I would say it's pretty essential. Well, that's true. Yeah, it's it's like, so convoluted, but I don't know. You're right. Uh, and then of course you've also been playing Sonic Four. We'll talk about the that Neil's out recently segment. I mentioned something else real fast. Sure. Okay. Well, watch this. Okay, Nolan North, who does. Nathan Drake did a character on Ratchet and Clank Kraken Time called Sigmund and there's some comic books that take place after that game coming out yeah hmm. Segway. yeah and uh, just I know this isn't really a game but if you are you're, if you're a Ratchet head you should check out the comics cause uh, like it's not just there's continuity it's not it takes place right after it like Ratchet's got his hover boots, and they're talking about the events of Kraken Time, and it's gonna set up the Ratchet All for One game that's coming out. So, if you totally check that out, if you're a Ratchet fan, because it, it's really cool. I also wanted to mention that you know now that you brought up Uncharted, there's the whole thing going around Twitter with the uh, Uncharted movie that they're planning, and there's gonna uh, there's like a big petition going on to get 
uh, Nathan Fillion of Firefly and Castle fame to play uh, Nathan Drake. Really? What do you think about that? I don't know the guy, so I couldn't oh. really tell you. Well, I don't know. I haven't played much of Uncharted, but I'm a fan of whatever Nathan Fillion does. So well, I, I'll take your word for it. So I that's approve. good. He's he's definitely got the acting chops, I'd say, for it. There, there's a lot of movie games coming out. Like I haven't seen any. I heard there was gonna be an infamous movie. Mm-hmm. There's just there's just a lot yeah, of no. like going on. Yeah, that sounds like a movie that should happen. Actually, it was still it was dreadfully boring. If you're just watching a person play the game, <laughs> but as a movie, it could be fairly interesting because you're not watching them, you know, spending a whole lot of time getting from point A to point B. Just shooting people with lightning at that point—that's pretty cool. Well, you could have had that be like the the two-hour Metroid Other M movie. Yeah, that'd be cool too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm um, still mad at Other M. You're still mad at Other M. I'm I loved surprised. Other M. And I still terrible, need to play terrible, Other terrible M. Game. Did terrible, terrible damage to my soul. Aww. Oh, you're—I uh, loved it. Aww. Anyway, um, game. I've been playing. Well, I've, I've played the two games that we'll talk about now recently. I've played NBA Jam and Sonic Four. Um, I got Borderlands Game of the Year Edition for Xbox 360, and I'm sorry, Buzz. When you pay for Xbox Live, you kind of need games to make it worthwhile. But yes. you get. We got to Skype chat while I was playing. That was pretty cool. And then, <laughs> then. My Xbox 360 got an E74 error, which means the graphic processing unit has basically failed, and I have to send in my Xbox 360. So you're in the unlucky, what, 51% of Xbox 360 owners? something like that. Um, (laughs) So unfortunate. Fortunately, my brother still has one, so we're just doing the whole swap-out hard drive thing. Uh, So I still get to play a little bit. I'm at level 14 in Borderlands. I'm about to... Take on Mo and Marley in Arid Badlands, and I just I did the. Mo I did the. There's such good little doggies. <laughs> yes, doggies, good. <laughs> and so that I, I just good, assembled. That, that an explanation. Yeah, yeah, I just assembled the uh, the sniper rifle there, and you know what? I I wanted to point out something to you, Buzz, because I don't huh. know if you actually got around to playing this game, but the game that reminded me a lot of Borderlands, which you know, I'm by the way I'm loving Borderlands. You're you're right. And I'm yeah. still gonna hold you to that the, the the you know little bet that we made. I don't even want to call it a bet, but when I play Borderlands, you need to play Pokemon. Okay. It's only fair. <laughs> a bond on this show is you no. Know, this a word on their show is a bond or something like that. Anyway, we no. Just I, what lost I uh, Tony Th. Oh. No. Is that why the quality went up? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's add him back in. Um, but yes. Uh, I I I will hold myself to that eventually. Yeah, I just sorry. need to get my hands on it and start playing it. Yes, but anyway, which one are you gonna start them on, Yoko? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, fire black, red, leaf green, black. You know, yeah, that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. That's even possible just to, you know, send like I said, my favorite my favorite Pokemon game right now is Smash Melee. So <laughs> there you go, there you go. I, I don't know, the best I'd Pokemon send, game ever. Honestly, I started them off with uh, Pokemon Black and White myself. It's possible because. Yeah. Because you don't want them to have, you know, flashbacks to Zubats. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only way he's gonna get away from that. You are right. 
Call. But anyway, my my point was um, the game that reminded me a lot of Borderlands was Mass Effect. I mean, in Mass Effect, sure, it's you know a third person shooter as opposed to you know the whole first person shooter where people are like Halo, Call of Duty, oh my god, but RPG. I mean, Mass Effect is you know third person shooting. When you kill enemies, you get experience. You level up. You get special abilities. Sure, you don't have a bird when you're a hunter. But oh, that's okay. I'm but, a soldier myself. You can get a space bird. No. <laughs> bird, 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 bird. The bird, bird is the word. The word. Uh, <laughs> Mass Effect is like the same thing, but just with Bioware story. So I'd say if you haven't played Mass Effect yet and you love Borderlands, I'd give that one a try too. That's on Steam as well, I okay, think. Okay then. I think. Yep, it is on Steam. I would definitely consider checking it out. In fact, I'm excited for uh, this year's Steam Christmas. Oh, I love Steam Christmas. Mm-hmm. Steam Christmas is that time when you buy games you don't even want. You're like, that is that game. I don't even know what it is, but it's five bucks and I want it. <laughs> and you just buy stuff just because. And if Mass Effect comes down, I will definitely grab it because everyone only says good things about it. Mm-hmm. Last year, Mass Effect 1 was $5 and I did not buy it. Wow, but wow. maybe I will. Yeah, so. do it. It's like Borderlands. I'm not going to say it's better, because they uh, each definitely have their merits, but it, they're very similar in a way. Well, arguably it would be a good choice, simply on the premise of, I've uh, aside from the patch that I'm waiting for this month, I've pretty much milked the game for all it's worth. <laughs> I mean, I still love it, it's just yeah. I've played it to death. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, you know, start a new character, or have you gotten through the story with all four different ones? I'm not saying anything. Oh, you totally God. have. You totally <laughs> have. You have no Although, proof. <laughs> Just conjecture. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. When I first played Borderlands, I beat it with the soldier, and then I started as a new, another. <laughs> I immediately started a new game with the siren. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just. I'll tell you right now. It. My favorites are soldier, then siren, then hunter, then brick. But it's hard to rank them that way because I like the hunter a lot, but I just like the siren more. You and just provided. Like, you just provided all the proof we need. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and uh, I haven't played all four characters, but I've, I had to rank them in the order that I like playing them as. Oh wait, <laughs> uh, the game that you know I, I'm I'm not going to share a little bit about. Um, you know, I got to give a shout out to Solid Snake 120. He probably should be on the show sometime because he's you know done a lot to help out. Uh, I played Borderlands with him recently. Oh, did you? It's good stuff. Pretty cool. I mean, he helped me out because uh, he works at a nearby video store and they got in I don't know how, I really don't because Nintendo Nintendo is so stringent with their their games and their deadlines and their release dates and all that but uh, he got, you know, they got Kirby's Epic Yarn in work uh, and they work on Thursday the 14th so like three days before it was out brought it over, we went on live stream if you go to livestream.com slash smyn we have our entire four and a half hour playthrough with commentary of Kirby's Epic Yarn. The game is... You beat the whole game in four and a half hours? Well, we didn't 100% it. We got like 56%, but, you know, from start to beating the end boss in about four and a half hours. That's still impressive, though. Yeah. Well, you can't die. This is true. The game is so happy. You can't be angry when you play the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I hopped. I hopped in during the stream, and I was checking it out, and it was, it was very, very serene. Mm-hmm. They were riding on clouds, little piano music, just real uplifting, and I'm just like, I don't know what I've walked into, but I am intrigued. Yeah, the, the <laughs> graphics and the animation I are adorable. The, the, the soundtrack is. 
it's sparse at times, but some of the tracks are just so nice and peaceful. Um, and any throwback tracks? Yes, definitely some throwback green. tracks. You got some uh, King Dedede's theme, Butter Building, the Gourmet green, Race. Yeah, the Green Green's instrumentation is a little weird with some <laughs> with some recorder. They, yeah, they brought in a friend recorder. That's going to evade most of me because I don't have a very big Kirby background. I played one of the old Kirby games on the black and white Game Boy, the first Game Boy. I beat that one beginning to end. Well, That's the only Kirby history I have. Well, you know what? One of those, you know, that list we had a while back of, like, games that we needed to play, like, I never played a Kirby game with the whole suck-up and powers. I, I should play Superstar, but I haven't. Yeah. And so this game yeah. was, like, the actual first Kirby game I've, like, actually sat down and played. And Which is hilarious, considering that Kirby game wasn't supposed to be a Kirby game to begin with. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, the game is definitely has its, its challenging moments if you were... Um, you know, playing it by yourself because there are some really interesting platforming elements. But the game is easy for co-op. It's totally meant for co-op. If you play the game, you really need to play the game with co-op because that's like that's the best experience, especially when you get these big powers and you're you know cooperating as like a big Kirby tank that punches and shoots <laughs> rockets and that, that's by far the best is, part. Is co-op you turn the into same dolphins. campaign as single player? Uh yes, yeah. you just you good. Know, can play the levels. You know, I, uh, I hate it when games split it apart and like they have this really big, awesome single player, but yeah. then this really tiny like multiplayer yeah. section. It, it's the same exact thing. You basically have a save file. Like it's it's so much like a subspace emissary with you know a world okay, and good. you can you know jump in and jump out with co-op really awesome. pretty much any time. You know, like fun, but fun. Yeah. And you know, oh, if, yeah. if you're off the screen or at any time when you press A, because it's sideways Wii Remote, you can you know basically float over to your teammate, and that's you know yeah. sometimes you know some of the easiest way to do the platform. You just have your friend go and yeah, you know, clear the area, and then you just a. have one take off. There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be right there. But some that's of, how we do yeah. uh, a new Super Mario Bros. Wii. Mm-hmm. Is on the really complex platform one. Some someone will just be wall jumping crazy, ascending the tower. And everyone's like, "We'll just we'll catch up to you. We'll get in the bubble." Yeah. You ever yeah. you ever like your friend goes in the bubble and you're like watching him almost die and you just instinctively go in the bubble too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's> just, <laughs> just like you all uh, bubble. You're like, "Dang it!" And then it's like, "Oh, we got to low again." It's like it's like when you're in a car and your buddy's like not braking good enough and you're hitting your invisible brake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But guys, like the, the transformations are like the most exciting part. Like you get to this transformation, like what are we gonna become? Dolphin. The, the dolphin. You become a dolphin. dolphin. And form of. Yeah, it, it's exactly dolphin like Kirby that. It's because awesome. it's when you do, t- you know, co-op. It's like puffball powers activate. Form of a dolphin. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but the thing we need oh. to mention about the game is, you know, it's. You know, ease is basically because, and it's it has its pros and cons because you can't die. You know, so there is the challenging aspect of multiplayer, but because, you know, it's based on collecting beads, and when you get hit or you die, you lose beads, and you know you're ultimately scored at the end with how many beads you have with a bronze, uh, silver, or gold medal. But the fact that you can't die, like there's you can't die, there's really no checkpoints or anything like that. It's got its ups and downs, and. You know, I think it is geared a little bit more for a younger audience, but I think, you know, gamers like our age can really appreciate its artistic direction and just the overall fun you're having when especially when you do co op. Um there's a little bit to the game where, you know, you're collecting treasures along the way and um you basically decorate apartments with it, it adds more missions. 
admittedly they're kind of easy. You just like collect beads or you do hide and seek or stuff like that. But it's nice that it gives a percentage. It's definitely one of those you know completionist kind of games when you got to get that 100% save file. A lot of fun. Is it, uh, is it only two-player co-op? Um, yeah, only two players. Yeah. Uh, Prince, Fl- Prince Fluff for Smash 4. <laughs> uh, Darkrai had asked a question that I was considering adding in mail time, but I wanted to get your opinion on it, because this is another game that is only sideways Wii Remote controlled. And um, you know, I've, I've definitely said in the past that I, I think it's sometimes short-sighted for games just to do that, and I would want you know classic controller support. Um, do you think that you know the the classic or the absence of classic controller and having a sideways remote? Do you think the sideways remote Wii remote is becoming an acceptable uh, form of control, or is it you know just always going to be looked down upon? Who goes first? Hard to say. Uh, it's hard well, to say. Okay, I don't think it ever will. I'll never really respect it. Mm-hmm. Almost in, in things like freaking. Kirby Epic Yarn, you can really do everything with a GameCube controller plugged in. Now, I mean, there are some things where you have to, like, tilt, and I guess that's well, understandable, but... But you, for, for the tilt mechanics, you can probably just map that to the C-stick left and right. Well, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, the right well, analog. Part, of the, part yeah. of the problem is uh, it's not shaped for it. That's, that's my biggest gripe with that mode, is mm-hmm. while it's fun to play games like that, like... The left side has that curvature where your finger's supposed to go for the B trigger, <laughs> and the right side doesn't. And it's like you're holding like this weird plastic brick. Yeah. Like it's not shaped like a controller. So to me, it is kind of annoying that they don't allow other controllers, and they shouldn't restrict it to just the one. I, I don't really mind it when it's just a game where you run, dash, and jump. It works fine with that, but it would be nice to have it, yeah. All right, let me put it on the M. Yeah, like uh, let me let me just say it's just like for Metroid Other M, they forced sideways Wii mode. Yeah. And that probably harmed the game far more than it could have ever helped. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. no reason in that kind of case. But if it's like Mario Brothers or Sonic, it's like you really that's just fun. You're just running sideways and you're jumping, so Yeah, it's yeah, not I'd, too big a deal. I'd still rather use the classic controller though. Yeah, I mean the that's why I kinda like I, I like the move so much more because it's like, hey, you can use this stupid remote, but you don't gotta. You can use yeah. a controller. Well, uh, what makes me angry too is from a from a technical programming standpoint, it's not difficult. They really, it's something they can put on an abstraction layer and take care of really easy. And a, they can do that across like all games. Say we need a control scheme where they have a arrow pad and some buttons, and you can map it to either the GameCube controller or the cast controller, like. I don't know why they don't just put it in. I mean, why don't, why don't they just let people choose? It would make so many people so happy. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I would be playing Metroid Prime 3 with the GameCube controller. I would love that so much yeah. more. Yeah. Like, I mean, with Brawl, they went to the extreme and even let you remap the controls on any given control scheme. But, I mean, we, I'd be okay without that even. Just just let it switch, you know? Yeah. I, I think part of my annoyance with it is just... How they design it, and I know they have the Wii Remote Plus, you know, that'll be soon where they have the, the Motion Plus built in, but whenever I have to play sideways Wii Remote, I have to take it out of its condom, I mean sleeve. I have to unlock it, <laughs> take the, the Wii Motion Plus out, and then I, I can't play it with it attached to Motion Plus and in the sleeve. I mean, I'm stretching my thumb too far, 
And, like, I had to do that every time I want to play a sideways Wii Remote game. Plus, the D-pad, like, if you play for long enough, it, like, starts to get ingrained in your skin. Or maybe that's just me. I don't know. Yeah, I keep on hearing that. Um, my buddy made that comment the other day. I never really had that problem. But then again, I don't really play that many games sideways Wiimote. Mm-hmm. I actually, I <laughs> I literally only own uh, Brawl. Huh. I mean, I, I do have Wii Sports and my friend's Tom Clancy's uh, Double Age and Splinter Cell, but I don't own a single. I never. I haven't bought anything other than Brawl. Wow. That's how I was for a long, long time with my GameCube. I had GameCube and Melee, and I had no games for like years. <laughs> well, you know, I can hack Brawl, and it becomes a different game. There you go. Yeah, Brawl that's true. Plus. <laughs> and I'm so glad I can just say that. I think one of the questions that wasn't on the on the outline was someone asked, do you think there'll be a Yarn Kirby in the next Brawl? And I'm like, there'll probably be a Yarn Kirby in Brawl Plus here soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's actually our, our last mail time question. So, yeah, we'll get to that one. And discuss oh, my it. bad. That's, don't worry about it. Well, we're 40 minutes in, and we have a lot to talk about. So let's start getting through these headlines quick-like. Uh, the first one we got to talk about is, if you've heard of the uh, the California gaming law, you know, stores do the whole thing where they, you know, they should at least card uh, mature gamers uh, for if you're buying mature games. I actually got carded at Best Buy when I was buying Borderlands, and yeah, you know, it, it was a cute girl behind the counter and all that. And I understand it's like, you know, I'd rather be carded than not be carded. I mean, sure, it makes me look younger and all that. You know, being 22 as opposed to what 17 is the what you should be. But um, yeah. it, it's better that they actually do card you know, mature gamers, because, you know, you don't want those kids necessarily playing those games, but I think the California gaming law, if you haven't heard about it, is taking a step definitely too far, because what they're trying to do, what the, uh, the, the Honorable Senator Leland Yee is trying to do, is outlaw the sale of violent video games to minors, basically saying that, you know, kids can't play as opposed to, no, he, you know... He said they can't purchase. A purchase. Uh, my understanding was reading it, it was just like the way you described it earlier, that mm. they have to have their card checked, and if they don't, they have to have a parent with them. But they can play it at home. Hmm. I, don't, I, I think I've heard it different ways, and, you know, I think if it is, uh, if, you know, depending on what it is, I think it changes my opinion of it. I think that... Yeah, that, that's a key aspect of it. I think, you know, they should be carded, um you know, really anywhere. I think that's because that's, you know, parental responsibility. So what what did I hear? I heard it was like much more severe. I heard like Warren Spector was saying we need to fight this and stuff. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I was like I think there are just different interpretations of the rule right I now. I guess so. Um yeah, you know, I, Cyberlink I, I, in the chat is saying I've heard that they can't even get it with a parent's permission if this thing goes through. Well no yeah. like I'm looking at the uh, the link, the one that says this is California's U.S. Supreme Court argument against violent video games. It's linked um, to, and uh, it says in the first yellow text block, um, I just had it. Where did it go? It says the act does not prohibit a minor's parent or guardian from purchasing or renting such games for the minor. Mm. So, again, like I, I've read several different interpretations of it, but from what I see, I don't see anything wrong with it, if if I understand it correctly. Yeah. 
And that is either the parent has to buy it for you or your car didn't need to be above a certain age. And to me, there's really nothing wrong with that. So, Super, you were but, trying to say something. Yeah. Uh, well, I was just saying that I was trying to look at, uh, I was trying to find the topic on retro because we tend to talk about these things all the time and at length. And I, because I heard that it was, it was actually a lot worse than um, what Kotaku originally reported. Right. And I can't find it. I will, I'll keep you posted if I can. Um, we got Tony KC in, as opposed to Tony TH here. Tony KC in the live stream chat. Seriously, why aren't you guys in the live stream chat if you're listening to this on iTunes? You gotta be in the live stream chat, but then you gotta be on the forums to know when we're having live episodes. He says, just check the front page. Or that, showmenews.com. He says, but any employee who accidentally sells an M rated game can be prosecuted. So I guess there's more, you know, yeah, I guess it would depend job. on how harsh the penalty, the penalty is, and how how fair and balanced it would be. Alcatraz. <laughs> I think and gamers well, are gamers are mostly annoyed because it's you know this is the first time it's really happening with this kind of media. I mean, you, you have you know kids being carded for you know R-rated movies, but yet they still get around there, and there isn't legal recourse that can happen. I think that's the problem is that people are having the issue with like the legal recourse. Of if like yeah. if it happens, does anyone know what the penalty is if you do sell? I saw something about like a thousand dollar fine. Let me find that oh, part man. again. Um, there it is. The act provides a penalty for up to one thousand dollars per violation, which may be lowered in the discretion of the court. So it's up to a thousand dollars, but adjustable based on the the circumstances of the sale. And I don't know. Um, I don't know how much I buy the argument of someone quote unquote accidentally selling to a minor. Like, yes, that can happen, but if this law goes into effect, I'm sure a lot of businesses would change their practices to where that really can't happen. Yeah. Like they'd be in a locked case or something, or some some sort of procedure would be put in place where the employee knows they need to ask or check before selling it. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was just because it was a new release and I got it day one, but you know, Borderlands Game of the Year, mature game, was in one of those locked cases. So yeah. Maybe it it's already. Ha- I mean, maybe it's. Uh, one of those things that like your perspective changes with age because now that you know I'm not a minor well, I've not been a minor for a while now but still like I- I'm in favor of like you know parents should be responsible and you know kids shouldn't be playing these kind of games etc cetera, etc cetera. I think it's just the legal recourse that people are having issue with it so anyway the point is you know there's a big movement that's you know this story is a little bit old on a Kotaku it's about you know 10 days old but um, you're supposed to support the First Amendment with your old game controllers. You take your old video game controllers. You write, I believe in the First Amendment on them. You pack them in a box and then you mail them to the Honorable Leland Lee, 455 Golden Gate Avenue, Suite 14,214, 200, whatever. Uh, San Francisco, I still California. use my old controllers. Yeah. San Francisco, California, 94102. Mm-hmm. Let's send them money. Yeah. yeah. That's a, yeah. that's not either. <laughs> but it, it's right like now for California. They don't really have, you know, they're not really saying anything about, um, you know, making it nationwide. But it would be one small step for a state and all that. I just wish this fell on the parents more. I mean, it's always been stupid. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, my nine-year-old's playing Grand Theft Auto, and now he's. It's like, well, why'd you get him in the game? Why would whose you... fault is that? Yeah. I mean, it's game's fault. I don't know. My my whole stance on this whole thing is it's kind of silly because it. I mean, I'm I'm treading on on dangerous ground here when I when I say this, but in a sense, 
the people who are upset about it are frankly minors that want to buy it without their parents permission in a lot of cases i mean it's if your parents allow you to have it then you're allowed to have it they'll go get you for it but if you're not allowed to have it well then society is simply putting in a lock to prevent you to have it i don't know i in general i kind of agree with the law and maybe the maybe the, the punishment could be adjusted but i don't know i don't see what the big the big ruckus is like they didn't say anything like we're going to ban violent video games entirely from society you know we did ban it because it's ruining society like no it's just banning it from the sale of minors like is that really a terrible thing? <laughs> With all the uproar, I thought that was the case, as they were trying to ban violent video games. But, in yeah, California, that's what probably. I thought, too, and I think, that, mm. I think that's part of their political strategy, is to make people think that, like, oh, they're trying to, it's censorship, you know, oh, we're, we're turning communist in this country. Like, no, they're just, we're just putting in a little precaution, just the same way we had for movies. So, I don't know. I, I think it's a little overblown, and I think the whole political movement to mail controllers and stuff is just not going to do anything. Well, we'll see how it develops. Uh, yeah. The next story is one that's you know definitely close to Buzz's heart because we've we talked about it on the past couple shows, I think. But yep. you say on live got some brains, and why is that? They got some brains because uh, they got rid of their monthly subscription fee forever for everybody. Um, wow! For for, <laughs> for those, forever. For those who didn't know, when they first and came ever out, and ever. They said that uh, starting the second year, it would be something like five bucks a month. But for the first year, AT&T was sponsoring some big thing where everyone who signs up, it's like the first 25,000 who sign up or something, get it for free for the first year or something. And that was nice. That got people hooked. But in my opinion, I was like, this will still never work because you buy all these games and then you stop paying your monthly fee later on and you don't have access to all these games that you bought for full price. And that was kind of deadly. But they've turned around and announced that there will never be a monthly subscription. And to me, I say they grew, they grew a brain because that makes it a viable service. That turns mm-hmm. it from, you know, people will catch on and stop using this to, oh, maybe people will start using it because they'll buy it. They can play their game, stop playing their game for a year, and then come back a year okay, later and good. decide to start playing it again. And there's no barriers to do that. So, But here's the question. Aside from, you know, the actual game purchases, or is that going to be it? How do they make money? How does it become profitable? If they thought well, they, that they uh, needed $15 a month from every person, if they thought they needed that to make it a viable business model, how do you just you know, remove that instantly? Well, there's, there's two things to it. One, they're getting bit more sales than they anticipated, so the, the actual sale money from the games is paying for a lot of it. And two, uh, investors are constantly dumping into this. Like... It's they're kind of pulling a Twitter. I don't know how many guys know the background of Twitter, but like Twitter for a long time wasn't profitable, yet they were insanely rich because they just kept getting investor money. People were like, "We want to support this. We want this to go further." So they kept investing in it. Online is kind of the same way. You have all these big companies behind it saying, "We support this. This essentially kills piracy, and it's a really awesome you know platform we can control." We want it to stay alive. So they have all this money coming in from all these angles to where they don't have to charge the monthly fee. They don't need it anymore. Like, you know, when they first did their projections, they said in order to stay alive and profitable, we had to charge $15 a month. But then they looked at the actual numbers coming in like, no, we don't. We're fine. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think this is good for it because it, it, for, for me, it raises the chances of me buying into it from 0 to 1%. But... Um, <laughs> I, I still have my, my own issues with it, mainly being that you can't guarantee your games will stay there. I mean, what, what's to say to them one day, oh, uh, Borderlands is really old, 
and no one really plays it anymore according to our stats. Well, there's like one person every two months that plays it, so we're going to pull it off our servers because it's wasting resources. You know? Like, what's to stop them from doing that? And and if you look in their in their contract, their their terms of service and all that stuff really closely, they do have stuff that lets them do that. Like when you buy a full play pass, as they're called, to a game right now, right now it's set to expire June two thousand twelve. And in June two thousand twelve, they may renegotiate and renew that game and keep it alive for a little longer because it's really popular, but they also reserve the right to say, Nope, this is not worth the contract money anymore, we're gonna pull it. And then, mm-hmm. so you paid sixty bucks for this game that vanished, and so to me, I'm still waiting. <laughs> Not going to buy it. That, that that's always the argument for any digital download nowadays, though. Is this could go at any time. Well, but even in like in a case like Steam, you know, where it's digital distribution, yeah. you at least have the game. You know, you at least have some control of backing it up reinstalling it and maintaining it you know you're right steam could up and say we're not going to allow this game to be downloaded anymore we're done with it but you still have yours yeah this is streaming so yeah this is a big big difference they pull it off it's gone you can't do anything yeah it's just the whole difference of you know back to the discussion of you know when you have a video game do you own a copy of it or you just own a license yeah Yeah. it's just back to that whole thing again it is it kind of sounds like kind of a good idea though i mean because you Get to buy a game for a while, and you don't have to buy the console for it. Yeah. If it does get well, big, it could be good for that anyway. I'll tell you where OnLive is really fantastic, though. Is two areas. One, let's play. You can go on and watch people. It's it's really quite fun just to just go and look. Oh, someone's playing Borderlands. In my case, I watch a lot of Borderlands people. <laughs> you know, I would, but um, you can browse around and just say, oh, they're playing. You can just click in and watch them. So it it really is a big boost to let's play. The second thing it's big for is demos. I mean, you don't have to pl- pay any money. You can play any game for 30 minutes. I don't know if you guys knew that, but you can uh, jump in a game and it'll let you play for 30 minutes. The full version, no restrictions. As long as you stay under 30 minutes, you can get as far as you want in the game. That's pretty cool, and too. To me, that's, that's nice because in terms of a demo, one, you don't care about the lag. If there's a little lag, so what? You're just getting a taste for the game just to see what it's like. You didn't and pay two, any money yet. Yeah, no money, and there's no download. You don't have to download this you know, 3 gig install yeah. to this big graphical game, like, you can just, boom, jump in, play it. Oh, I don't like that one. Quit. Jump into another one. And, you know, if you were to do that over Steam, you it would take, you know, 10 hours because you're downloading these huge, huge demos. But So there, there's a lot of good things going for it right now. I think that could be a really nice advantage. Like, if you if you like yeah. it off, you know, go actually buy the PC or console version of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, what I think would be cool, and this is just me dreaming now, is if, like, Steam and OnLive teamed up, to where like you buy a game and you can download it and install it and run it on your computer nice and fast and crisp on your own graphics card. But if you're on your netbook out and traveling out and about, well, I've paid for this game. I can log in and play on a laggy connection, but at least I can play it on my crappy netbook that has no graphics card. <laughs> you know, some, something yeah. like that would be really, really cool. I'm not too big on the idea of buying a game multiple times. Yeah. I don't I don't want to you're going to hear some funny stories from me later. <laughs> and like when we get to times, Sonic 4. Tony. Uh, yeah. <laughs> iPhone PS3 iPhone PS3 360 for Sonic 4. Wow. <laughs> I have reasons for all four three of them. I did not four, thank God. I haven't bought the Wii one yet. Yeah, we can definitely talk about that with uh, we'll, 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 we will get through that. that. 
He only yeah. said yet. Oh, damn it. <laughs> it's gonna happen. I, I make rare exceptions if I want to really support a company. Tony, like, as Tony far as Borderlands is concerned, I, I just recently ordered their uh, massive Game of the Year edition game guide that's, like, hardcover yeah. and, like, fat. Like, I'm really excited for it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. But 30 bucks. I, the game <laughs> I got it for 20 on Amazon. I'm cheap. Ooh. Not bad, Ooh. not bad. Um, I love Amazon. Yeah. So the next story we get to talk about is, you know, of course, our favorite company that is battling with issues of piracy. That would be Nintendo. Uh, Satoru Iwata, Nintendo of Japan president, came out with a statement that says, I do not think we should attribute bad software sales solely to piracy. It is true that there's always influence of piracy, but it's important for us to increase the number of our consumers who are willing to shell out their money to purchase our products. So we do not intend to think that slower sales are solely due to piracy. Of course, yes. Insert the buzzsaw applause here. <laughs> and of course, insert the keyword solely. They still think. Iwata listens to Buzz. He listens to the show. <laughs> <laughs> they still think it's an issue, but they don't think it's solely an issue. So I'll give them that credit. I I, I commend them for saying this because you you go to any any company nowadays, and that's all they'll talk about is, well, we would have been rich, we would have succeeded, but piracy ruined it. Piracy ruined it. Like no, that that's bull. If you take piracy out of the equation, you you maybe might have got a few more sales, but it wouldn't have like doubled your revenue overnight. It's just weird what people think. You pull the piracy and you still got a crappy game. Yeah, exactly. Because like uh, nine times out of ten, when you look at uh, piracy figures, like there, there's been some some outrageous claims that come from not video games necessarily, but like photographers and other kinds of like artists. They they make claims of damages that is like eight times the U.S. economy. You're like, really? Do you really think if piracy went away, you'd make eight times the U.S. economy in profits? I, I hear a lot of more people demoing games. Really, just trying them out first. Yeah, I mean, they wouldn't. It, it's it's silly, but I'm glad Nintendo finally, you know, openly stated, okay, it's not the problem. There's there are bigger problems to deal with than piracy. It doesn't help that we games. have third-party developers, you know, making shovelware for the Wii. That gasp. I yeah. wonder why it's not selling. <laughs> Anyone catch how know. awesome that picture was in that article? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's from Mario Party 8, and what I find more funny is you just walk up to that Goomba and he gives you a star. It's like, hey, I'm giving you this for free. I'm a pirate. You know what? And that just made me think of something. <laughs> I need to ask you guys a question because I know you guys are all obviously good, reliable gamers. Mm-hmm. When you walk to the store and you look at the rack, do your eyes naturally pick... Like, like literally, they all look kind of gray and faded, but you, your <laughs> eyes pick out individual ones. Like, oh, that's a good game. That's a good game. That's a good game. The rest are shovelware. Oh, totally. Yep. Exactly, because mm-hmm. you recognize the names, the franchise, whatever. And to me, that's why shovelware exists. Is because the average person doesn't see that. They don't see that spectrum. They look at that rack of games, and all they see is a rack of games. Well, I also see like, the good ones, and I also see the really bad ones. Like when you see Ninja Reflex, stay yeah. away. <laughs> Stay away from <laughs> the reflex. But, like, for example, um, like, when I was in uh, California a couple months ago, I was talking to one of my little cousins, and, you know, it's kind of weird. I'm this, like, old 20-something-year-old guy with a, a DS talking with, like, 11-year-olds with DSs. And, uh, you know, they're like, well, what games do you have? And I'm like, Phoenix Wright. They're like, what's that? <laughs> I'm like, what else do you have? A Final Fantasy? What's that? Like, well, do you have Transformers? No. 
do you have Harry Potter? No. Do you have do you ha- do you have Robot Death X? I'm like, no. I'm like, like what what are these games? I've even heard of these games. What are you talking about? And like, they all have terrible reviews. Yeah. Like literally, average people, they can't tell the difference. They're all just they're all just games. Oh yeah, I, I've been in a GameStop looking for like Shadow of the Colossus for PS2, and I've seen a mom come in and buy the latest SpongeBob SquarePants game for Nintendo. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and you're just like, no, don't do it, no. I need to I need to visit my local GameStop. They just opened uh, last week. Hmm. Yeah, I'm hoping. <laughs> you are the reason that shovelware exists. You are what? the reason. Sorry, <laughs> not you. Just oh, the, the moms. Mom still. The moms. Okay. <laughs> you point at the moms and then run away. <laughs> I, I'm just hoping to find someone who, you know, got rid of their Metroid Prime trilogy. It's not going to happen, but no, I want it to no, happen. No. You're not going to find it. Go to I'm eBay. Gonna, we got to pre-order Sonic Colors and get that stupid hat. I'm oh, not going to wear it, yeah. but I'm gonna, I want it. I want it, though. Seriously. <laughs> It's an awesome pre-order gift. I mean, if you look at like what the other M pre-order bonus is, just like stickers. I mean, <laughs> along with I want the, the damn arm cannon, <laughs> along with the Maxwell hat uh, for for Scribblenauts. Uh, Super Scribblenauts just came out. Yeah, but you know the you had the Maxwell hat last year for Scribblenauts. The Sonic hat right up there, as a uh, as great pre-order gifts from GameStop. Just put it on and run out the store. <laughs> Whoosh. I can run fast. <laughs> um, so the next headline we have is that Redbox. You know, I see I see Redbox at like our local grocery store. I never use it, but you know they do cheap one dollar per night DVD rentals, and they're apparently going to be doing the same with video games, except two dollars a day in late October. Yay or nay? Good or bad idea? Uh, I say both. It's hard to say because. Movies are way cheap compared mm-hmm. to video games. Yes. They can they can stock up on movies and they make their they make their money back pretty quickly because everyone yeah. watches movies. Video games, they're like, I mean, if 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 they're getting new ones, I'm assuming they're like fifty yeah. bucks a pop, and they don't like, give them back. Yeah, like I don't know. Like I'm excited as a gamer. I'm gonna go look at the red box now and rent stuff. But yeah. I see red boxes, and I've actually never used one, and I'm not entirely sure how they work. Yeah. Basically, all I know is that you feed money, they pop you out a DVD, you take the DVD home, so on, you watch it, you return it the next day, and if you don't, it just keeps on charging this card you have or something. Honestly, how does this work, by the way? Have any of you used like, Redbox? I've I used have Redbox. Netflix. No, you like Netflix. you just uh, you you register your 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 personal info like you would at a normal rental st- rental place, right? And then from then on, you can just rent stuff, and it just takes a dollar and takes t- it gives you the movie. And if you bring the movie back late, it automatically detects that and says, you know, give me more money, please. Like it's really it's really just like a normal rental shop. It's just kind of all automated, kind of just how you'd imagine it. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not like a super avid user. I use it maybe once every couple months, but um, because yeah, I have Netflix too. Who doesn't have Netflix? And when I got Netflix. I, I got Netflix, and I was like, man, who doesn't have Netflix? I, I I was the last one to get Netflix in the entire like region. Yeah, to- I lost my Netflix because we couldn't afford it for a while, and we just haven't gotten it back yet. And I was just like, Tony, you should get Netflix. Tony, you should get Netflix. And I lose it, and Tony gets Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> dude, we should we should stream stuff and watch it. And you're like, oh, I don't have it anymore. And oh. I'm just like, eh. Grumble. I mean, 
I like I really like the services that Netflix and Gamefly provide, so it's like I don't really need that. It's good for other people though. I mean, it's good for casual people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, just, I just I love Netflix and I loved it when I had it. And I loved it when on the Xbox because you can bring parties together. I've never done that, but it sounds like a really nice feature. It is. It really is. Uh, especially when you're watching Penn and Teller's BS. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your news uh, movie night, guys. <laughs> yes, we should do that. We'll make it happen. So show me your news movie again. night or show me your news movie. Oh. Well, oh, snap. Well. <laughs> Maybe both. Maybe. Yeah, no. That would be really surreal. <laughs> Our avatars are watching us. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before we uh, talk about the games that are out recently, we like to wrap up our headlines with a, a little bit of a silly headline, and this, there was no other choice for what this one is. Um, <laughs> the, the, the title on Kotaku is called Connect Does Not Need This. No, sir, it does not. And you see this play on peripheral. So, yeah, this is the thing we were talking about at the beginning. It's not for the Wii, this is for Connect. You see a kid playing Connect Adventures on the raft, and he is standing and jumping in an inflatable raft called a game boat. A game boat ideal for Connect Adventures. Game boat TM. I'll I'll tell you what this picture tells me. It tells me that this person might as well be out rafting. They just don't live near a river. But you're buying a freaking raft. Enjoy the emotions of the best games in the beauty of your own home. (laughs) (laughs) The article says, This is Atomic Accessories' Game Boat, and it's for Connect Adventures, a game which includes a rafting game. So you blow up the inflatable boat, and look, I'm not even going to dignify this with an explanation. I mean, I I played the inflatable raft game, the one that he's playing. I played that one at E3. It's one of the couple uh, Connect games I played. And it's kind of baffling to me because the point is that, like, when you jump with the raft, the raft jumps with you, and you land back in the water on the raft. This, you're just jumping up in the air <laughs> like a fool and landing, and probably gonna, you're probably going to pop the raft. Yeah, if the boat could jump, just that would be stupid. awesome. Yes. <laughs> it was a giant, like, machine that had the, had the raft simulate what was happening on the, se- on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many funny sh- things in that picture. <laughs> I wonder like Connect Adventures and nothing else. See, the people like, for years have made fun of video games, saying, you know, why don't you just go outside and enjoy life? Like, this is one of those things where it really does scream that, even as a gamer. I'm like, yeah. you know what? If you're going to go this far, just freaking go rafting. <laughs> <laughs> why are you spending all this money on equipment when you could spend it on, you know, the gas and the raft to get to the freaking river? He, he's but, totally breaking his legs when he lands. Oh, I, I know. I know. Look at it. He's going to land with <laughs> his knees on it. My, my favorite comment... A favorite comment was, did they Photoshop a Guitar Hero controller out of his arms? <laughs> it totally looks like it. And that's the only yes. reason he'd be having that much fun. I like how they blend in the actual jungle ambience. Yeah. In the, it's like, you're really rafting in a, a jungle. Yeah, because that'll totally happen when you're on the game boat. Plus, here's <laughs> the best part. That's Your living only... room doesn't look like that. I'm not surprised they made the boat. But I will be surprised when people will buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those moms. Just, enough moms. of this uh, camera and motion control stuff. Why don't they just come out with VR? 
Serious. That's what yeah, everyone's yeah. been talking about for decades. Just just go the just go the last mile. Just get the VR glasses and just. Twenty twenty, it'll so happen. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Do you, do you have to blow up that boat is my question. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even come with a pump, probably. <laughs> no. And I'm young gamers game. don't go outside where they don't have the lung capacity to fill that thing. I know, I don't. <laughs> they pass out half the You know what the best part is about the whole thing? That's only part of Connect Adventures. That's a peripheral for a mini-game that's part of an entire game. <laughs> I know. Hey, we doesn't have any room to talk. We has every peripheral under the sun. That's true. Remember the Wii bowling the Wii ball? Heart. The Wii yes. Heart monitor. <laughs> well, you got, what, what else does the Wii have? They got so many. We ha- well, we, if you want to list off the Wii, I mean, it's, they have tennis rackets, golf clubs, lightsabers, uh, exercise equipment, dumbbells. Right, they, they do sell uh, the the lightsaber attachments in Best dumbbells. Buy. Yeah, dumbbells. they have like the, like Wii Fit dumbbell kind of things. <sighs> <laughs> they, I mean, and, and it gets where I went. I remember I went to Costco once, and they just had stuff I had never seen before. I don't even remember what it all was, but like, um, but they got like, like a Wii a, shotgun. What was it? Uh, yeah, all the Wii. There's like a lot of Wii guns, even though there's not that many Wii well, shooting the, games. The one that came with a uh, Link's crossbow training. Oh, that one, the Wii Zapper. That yeah, one's actually Zapper. good because it was made by yeah. Nintendo. Good <laughs> Because like. Uh, Cabela is selling the the rifle oh, hunting. Of course they are. <laughs> the they, I, bet you, I bet you they got a fishing rod too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> oh, they do. They, they do. I remember that because of Zelda, they had a fishing rod attachment for a while, and then they have Cabela's fishing too and stuff. But... I, I like the uh, pistol attachment. I th- I can't remember who made it. Uh, oh yeah. That it was just a really good pistol. It might too. be Nyko. Nyko. Yeah. It was definitely them. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Because it actually felt natural and it aimed well. Pew pew. I just I just showed that that game boat to my buddies though, and they they literally uttered the phrase, "People can't make fun of the Wii anymore." Yeah. Because that is way dumber than any of those <laughs> those things you just listed off, Buzz. They were awful, but look at this thing. It's the game boat. I'm on a <laughs> boat. I wish I wasn't. I want one right now. <laughs> He doesn't have I, wonder if you, I, I wonder if you're going to actually take that game boat on a river. It's inflatable. <laughs> you probably could. Yeah. What's... I don't know. I mean, like, I, I'd be pretty down for, like, getting in a game boat and going down a river. What's what's, the, what's <laughs> oh, our oh. guess on the price for this? Oh, it's oh the price? Be 40. It's got to be 40 Oh, man. Like, it, it all depends on how cheap the materials they're using, because it obviously doesn't need to be seaworthy. I'm saying, so, I'm saying 30 bucks. I'm saying, yeah, I'd, I'd say about 30 or 40 based on how cheap they get the materials, how much profit they want to rake in. I'm grabbing 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Yoko, you should, you should go back and listen to 64 when we list uh, the 3DS prices. Oh, God. Because we, you said no more than two hundred. Yeah, well, I, I was being overly optimistic, and well, no, I think it was when you, when you see all the additional features that the 3DS had, I think you can understand some of the higher price. But yeah, I said one fifty. Don't feel bad. <laughs> okay, uh, I won't then. What is that tagline on the game boat? Game it real. <laughs> that sounds like it's badly translated from like Japanese whoa, or something. Whoa, whoa, pause the game. <laughs> pause <laughs> the game. Pause the game. Whoa, pause the game. Oh god, don't bring that back. <laughs> oh, We're bringing uh, it back. 
Ricky, Ricky, I forgot. Ricky. I forgot Super. I told Super we were gonna say that as much as we could in this episode. <laughs> we forgot. Uh, so now that we're done with headlines, we can talk about the games that are out recently. Uh, on October fifth, there was NBA Jam. I don't know how many of you guys have played it, but I played it. I'm I mostly played it because I wanted to play as the politicians. Not gonna lie, we have a video on uh, Show Me Your News's YouTube channel where I play as Obama and Bill Clinton versus uh, Bush and Palin. And, and like for the longest time, like you know, they wouldn't reveal what the code was, but apparently, like at the start menu, on the you know holding the uh, the Wii remote vertically, you press left on the D-pad 13 times and then plus to unlock the Democrat team, and then right 13 times. And then plus for the Republican team. It's like, you get it? Who, who yeah. thinks of this stuff? Beastie Boys are unlocked with the Konami code. <laughs> um, That's and then, odd. And then they have, you know, some other teams, like uh, an ESPN Sports Nation team. I thought that was kind of cool as a sports fan. Um, but, you know, the game is, is totally retro. It's like retro-rific. If it's the perfect application of that Show Me Your News word. Um, it's not as fun when you're playing by yourself, but uh, it's definitely one for uh, for you know people to play with you. And of course, you know oh, yeah. the, the downside of the Wii is that it doesn't have the online multiplayer, uh, so you gotta have you know friends play it with you. But it's a lot of fun if that happens. Um, it's now been announced to be an on-disc release for uh, 360 and PS3 because uh, NBA Elite, which is NBA Live, but they're now making it a little different. It was going to be Hard packaged disc. in with that, but Elite got delayed and now, as a result, people are kind of mad because uh, NBA Jam is going to be an on-disc release for probably about 50 bucks. So a game that was going to be bundled in free with NBA Elite is now going to be 50 bucks on-disc for uh, 360 and PS3. I'm not surprised. These kind of things happen a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. ODST much? <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, but, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's definitely a rent, especially if you have people to play with. Um, now, I, I Buzz, I don't think... You know, have you played or seen stuff on Sonic 4? Not particularly. I've seen just the screenshots and some videos, but I haven't been following it very closely. Okay, so now it's our time for our two big Sonic fans and myself, because I got, I got the game for two. I got for Wii and 360. But, Tony, let's hear this story about how you got... Oh, of course the call just Man. dropped right now. Look at that bad timing. Technical difficulties after the show starts. You know what? I'll take, awesome. I'll take these di- technical difficulties over Zubats and, uh, <laughs> and demonic voices. I'll, I'll take it. Just to um, remind everyone, those are Microsoft Zubats. Not my computer. Microsoft Zubats. Yeah, because you're, you're on Windows when it happens. Linux so, is the greatest uh, balance. Let's see. Oh, man. Zubat was okay. used a lot okay. by Team Rocket. Yes. Are we trying to say that Microsoft is Team Rocket? Because I yes. might be okay with that. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> I'm good now. What, what did I miss? Okay, so I wanted to get... You know, we're finally going to talk about Sonic 4. I want to hear your okay. story, because I got it for Wii and 360. But how okay. did you get it for all those different consoles? Okay, well, the first the first time we were... Uh, it was It was the Friday before and it was out on the iPhone mm-hmm. and uh, I, that weight that wait sucked I'm like why is it on the iPhone first I don't yeah. want to play it on the iPhone we were it was Friday night we were going to some haunted houses we went to one and it was fun 
standing in line for the second one for about two hours, and I was going crazy. It was really cold, and I'm like, I got to take my mind off this, and I'm like, ah, screw it. Went to download it, went to the iPhone store. <laughs> I just I was looking at the button, and I was like, okay, go. And then you buy it, and then I forgot, and unbeknownst to me, I found out later. I, it's They don't prompt you before you buy it. Oh, hey, you need to be near a Wi-Fi signal because this download's oh. big. And then I just scream at the age at the air, no, and then I have to wait till I get home. And then bought it for the PS3, which was, was the intent, because it came out first that day. And uh, I read that that D-pad so much. It's I rather play it on that than any other D-pad. Mm-hmm. Xboxes, I I I don't like the Xbox control. The next day, though, I was gonna stream it. And I could not find my AV cables for my PS3. Oh, God. So I'm like, I already announced I'm going to stream it. People are waiting. Mm-hmm. Damn it. <laughs> I know that feeling. I know that feeling. It's, you promise something, and, and then got like, you got to follow bucks. through, whatever cost. Yeah, and the cost was 15 bucks for yes, me. Yes, it was. So that's my story. So, but, you I know, can tell you about all three different versions, though. So, But did you know that, uh, I'm sure you've heard that, you know, Sega is doing this sort of promotion thing where if you can like prove that you bought, bought like multiple game copies, there's some sort of there levels of you know rewards that they're doing. Like if you bought all four versions, like they they're gonna make a video that goes on YouTube and they're gonna like you know read off the names of all pe- people that did all four. That um, sounds nice. You know, there's different levels, so I- I'd check that out since you you paid the money and got three. That that should be something pretty nice. Yeah. I should, but uh, but what did you think of the game? I loved it. <laughs> You're gonna love supers. Uh, I loved it though. <laughs> I can tell you the iPhone difference is. It, I don't know why it feels a little faster. Hmm. It's it's really weird. I don't. I can't understand it. But I I can't control that damn thing anyway. So maybe it's just it feels looser because I don't know what I'm doing. It looks so weird when like the screen turns when you go on yeah, a loop. That's so dumb. That's it's so, so dumb. dumb. It's like why does why does it do that? <laughs> played it on PS3 though. And I was like, I only played the first zone on the iPhone because I'm like, eh, I'm gonna wait. High def. First thing you notice is the controls are really a lot tighter. But you get used to it pretty quick if you're me or you, but not super. But uh, <laughs> he's gonna have fun. Uh, oh yeah. The game looks looks beautiful and high def. Yes, it does. I, I heard that. I hear the music is different in the Wii version too. It's like MIDI quality. Yeah, I mean, I, I would kind of. It's not as good of quality, but I, I'm not sure if I would say MIDI. I wonder if that was just to save disk space. It's possible. I, I guess, but yeah, four zones. I I beat it. I took work. Uh, I took the night off of work just to play it, <laughs> and I really had it beat within. The night. I, it didn't take me long. It beat Eggman, beat all four zones, beat Eggman, and then I went back and got the emeralds. And uh, oh yeah, you can use motion controls to get the emeralds in the special stage. You tilt the screen. It's it's the Sonic One special stages, not not like Sonic Two or Three or anything. But you don't move Sonic. You move the you move the level, which is a little weird. But once you get it down and you avoid all the annoying freaking bumpers that bump you into goal. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't say goal anymore. It's just an exclamation, exclamation mark. point, yeah. <laughs> but goal goal was more stupid, so... Hey, touch here! Oh, you're, you're done. 
I never you win. What I win? Nothing. It's like <laughs> you got some rings. Good job. But um, this, yeah. all the retro sound effects. Oh yeah. The music's. I don't know what. Me and Super can probably argue about the music for twenty minutes too. He hates the the snare uh, drums. The snare drums. There were more drums <laughs> in the Genesis library, and Senyo just took the one snare drum <laughs> from Sonic One and used it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. If, if and you hear it drums, got that's really drum. grating. The, another weird thing with the music is the game. It's a retro style play, but it's it looks up to date. You have new moves, like it seems like it looks up to date, but they went with old school music, and that's kind of weird when you think about it like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It uh, but, the the music was not Sonic quality, and like yes, haha, Sonic quality, what quality? But anyone could pretty much say that. The music in Sonic games has always been almost pretty much top notch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Absolutely I like Mad Gear tracks. and the uh, and the boss battles. Well, okay, Mad Gear Act Two was okay. <laughs> Act, Act Three and Act One, not so much. But yeah, the uh, was it the Casino Street Act Two, the one with the cards, where you have to you know you get all <laughs> the lives. Like that music was lame. Do 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 do. They changed that one too. That was. They the whole soundtrack got leaked, and that was the only one they changed. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. hoping it would be Labyrinth uh, Act Two. I, t- I didn't really care for that one. It's oh yeah, the music weird I, tilting sections in Labyrinth. Oh, uh, I the second one sucked. With the spikes, sucked so much. I hadn't I hadn't a single idea what the hell I was doing. Me too. I yeah, I didn't I didn't catch what I needed to do. I was just moving the thing around. <laughs> and eventually I just got shot out, and I'm just like, what, 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 yeah, what just yeah. happened? And you don't see those spikes until you hit them, too. Yep. Oh, I saw them. I'm just like, I really hope right. I get under those spikes by the time I get out of here, whenever oh, that there is. There go my rings. <laughs> what were some I... of your gripes, Super? Uh, go nuts. <laughs> okay, I do want it to be said, I don't hate the game, but I don't like the game. And if you, say green, if you say green eyes and dust, I am dropping you from this call right now. Green eyes and dust! So much Boop. dust! It's everywhere! Seriously, though, no. there was a lot of dust. Uh, yeah, one of the most hilarious things is if you roll underground, or underwater, you still have dust. Yes. <laughs> it's just a green smog now, and I'm just like, that's kind of disgusting. Is that algae? How did algae come to rest so quickly? <laughs> but no, that was not any of the reason. No, it was just so supremely mediocre. I expected, honestly, I expected either more or far less than what we got. But mm. for, I mean, everyone should know because I've said it a couple of times. I work with Sonic games, you know, messing with ROMs and creating games with them. And the level design was god awful past Act Two of Casino Street. I mean, it was one direction after that. Splash Hill, you had multiple routes. Splash Hill was fantastic. I loved Splash Hill. Mm-hmm. Great, great one. You can move around. You still, you just saw alternate paths all over the place. And But it was basically after that when I started realizing the worst things ever. Try running and then jumping and then let go of the control stick and see what happens. Momentum gone. Your momentum gone. You drop like a rock. And it's just that all the problems was, was was the physics. 
Um, you roll into a ball and you'll come to a stop going down the hill. You can literally stop at almost an, at, at an 89 degree angle and just stand there. And Sonic will literally just lay down at an 89 degree angle, or mm-hmm. well, basically he's straight up and down on his head, resting on his head. Sonic doesn't need gravity. <laughs> no, he apparently doesn't. But like, I think everyone probably did what they were, what you think you're supposed to do at this one point in Casino Street. There's this really long, like, big wall, and you think you need to get up it. Yeah. You do. And so you you approach the wall. You probably approached it from the sky, so you ran down the hill. So you're like, oh, wow, big hill. Charge up my spin dash, go, and you can slide back down. And you're like, okay, charge up my spin dash, full, tire, full tilt, go, and you fall down. So I'm just like, well, what do you do? And I just held right for the, you know, just for the heck of it. And Sonic literally started to walk up the hill, yep. and then he started to run up the hill. And they nerfed. Running. They nerfed the ball. Yeah. They nerfed the ball. It was. That was bad. It, it's so really counterintuitive that you you run faster than you go into spin dash. Yeah, I mean, literally, you do have you do go faster if you do everything right when you're in a ball, but like, there's no reason to do it. Mm-hmm. And that that actually raises the other point. Is that it? The camera is zoomed in too far. It's one Little of the bit. initial types I had, and it was, and it became exceptionally apparent from the first moto bug that you come across. You have no time to react. Luckily, you know, I had seen the leak of show one, so you know, I I rolled into a ball and came to a dead halt just after I took out the moto bug. And it was it was much worse though. I think the camera was much worse before. It was much worse before, but it still was not far enough where you're yeah. just running and, you know what, we have an enemy here and you just hit him, so ha 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 ha. Mm. Okay, not that bad, but, you know. Yeah, it's still... Then, what like, do you think about the uh, homing attack edition? Homing attack? Didn't mind it, really. I um, love it. I love it, too. I, I could have gone without the targeting radical, but that's pretty much, you know, meh, whatever. Well, I mean, you gotta know where you're going. I, yeah. think, I don't think it really had any moments where it did what I didn't want it to do, which was really nice. Well, it was really nice, but, you know, again, I'm part of the community that we create these kind of things, so, you know. You're part of the community I, that complains about green eyes and dust. Of I get course. it. I get it. He's yeah, not part of that part, but yeah. I'm he, part, he hacks know, okay. Thanks game, so he knows right. the end. Here we go. Megamix, all right? I think we all know about Megamix, and Megamix has a lot of the th- aspects that Sonic 4 seems to have copied. Amazingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just... It's, it's awesome, and it doesn't have the targeting reticle, and it still works exactly as you want it to. Hmm. But that's just a little gripe, though. That's not... Oh, no, of course. It's, just, it's a very, very little gripe. And I'm not saying, this is why the game sucks. Blah! You're not even saying the game sucked. I think, like, we, we, we're diehards. We play the old ones. We know all this stuff. Yeah. But at the end I of the day, this is a good ones. game. Yep. And for, for you like, guys, it's a good game. For me, it's a very mediocre title. Yeah, and he's, it's, uh, like, the, the best example I can think of is, like, go melee physics to brawl physics. It didn't rub a lot of people the, wrong, the right way. Yeah. Yeah, see. There you and, go. That's why he wants to play but, Brawl Plus instead. 
Yeah. And Sonic 4 Plus, it, it'll probably come out. I mean, it's on the oh, Wii. Oh, so. well, what's hilarious is that in Sonic Retro community, hey, these guys keep on chum- coming up today, is that even before the game was released, they were recreating it. They were recreating a Genesis version of Sonic 4. <laughs> and it's our, it's already going, you know, pretty full tilt already. Wow. And, you know, I've actually run into a couple of really cool informations that I'm not really supposed to talk about at all. Do but it. I will say I will say one of them and that is uh that I forgot it uh, when I said that. Well done. I, yeah, <laughs> I know. That seems to happen a little too often, but I literally just if I just think about it for a second. Oh, right. Uh is that there is a team in Son- in Sonic 4, the Sonic 4 team. There is some rumors that they are working to fix some of these physical mistakes. And release it as a patch. Mm. So that, that that's that that's a little something for the rumor mill. It won't happen on WiiWare, but for three sixty. It won't happen PS3. on WiiWare. Uh, it is, but it is good I, news. I, I think that the the uh, roundabout way they were going to patch the WiiWare game was basically just re-release it. Oh, that's And just stupid. have it as a, and then and then use it as a as a uh, download again option. Yeah, that'll so work. So you have to delete it and re-download it instead of just patching it. Yeah, yeah I found people are screwed. Yeah, yeah, seriously. But yeah, it is something to note if like like we notice these things, but it is a good game. Sega's actually listening to us now. The the good to bad ratio as far as the fans are going, there's a lot more good. Mm-hmm. If you're casual, if you kinda like Sonic, you will like this game. So definitely check it out. It's Sonic is making a good turn, it looks like, with yeah. colors too. Yeah, it's a really solid start uh, for you know oh, the man, episodic I so game. Excited. I think it's you know too expensive at fifteen dollars, but yeah. you know if you like Sonic, you're gonna get it. It's not gonna be an issue, or and in I Sony's in Tony's case, you know you're gonna buy it multiple times. Um, <laughs> Is, but, have you any of you guys unlocked Super Sonic yet? No, I have beaten. I've gotten three emeralds, but yeah, yeah it's. Damn fourth chaos emerald. <laughs> I, I'm so used to Blue Sphere, and I like Blue Sphere. That like when you're doing these Sega uh, Sonic One, you know, special stages. I'd even have you know the Sonic Two special stages. I even prefer that with laggy tails and all. Hmm. One of uh, one of the uh, fun things to note is uh, with the special stages in Sonic Four is that the uh, tune, the special stage tune, is actually just a retooling of the original Sonic the Hedgehog One special mm-hmm. stage. As well as uh, the boss theme, the I think the panic theme for the boss theme, or it could be the other one, is actually an unused beta song from Sonic 3D Blast. That's the first one, song. yeah. The, I thought it yeah, was. Uh, I thought it was Sonic 3. There was an unused song. Mm-mm. No, it was Sonic 3D Blast. Yeah, 3D Blast. All right, you, you know the stuff better than I do. Yeah, and I do. I do want to say that you know there was a lot of heat in there that I noticed what that was. It was very reminiscent of Mega Mix, and I'm just like I, I and Sega du- and Sega is buddy buddy terms with Sonic Retro, so I'm just saying you know they might have taken some cues from Mega Mix. I'm yeah. not saying they did, but you know they know it exists probably. They know it exists, and they probably did take a couple of things from it. I, I do want to say this about Super Sonic because Super Sonic's fun and oh yeah, you know, found this out. Oh, yeah, and, you know, it's all that stuff, but, you know, you don't want to be an invincible juggernaut every damn time. And in the case of 3, you couldn't use your Insta-Shield anymore, and that kind of bites. 
But in this game, it is a completely different button. You don't lose your homing attack. You hit square or X or whatever. Good. That's that is really cool. Also, you uh, for some reason you keep your barrier. It'll like stay around them. So hmm. when your rings do run out, you have a barrier. That's nice. Uh, wasn't there the other thing you wanted to say? The one that I thought you were going to say. What about the barriers or the? Uh, Supersonic gets quadruple points or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he gets he gets quadruple points. Mm-hmm. It goes four hundred, eight hundred, sixteen hundred, and then I, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know why, but I've gotten up to sixty four hundred, and I'm like, well, okay, that's nice. But you know, points don't carry over to other levels, so it's just kind of like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get alive at the end of this level. Sonic Four. The games are made up, and the points don't matter. Yeah, and you get a bunch of lives for them. They should have made multiple lives for like each, you know. Uh, was it thousand or whatever ten thousand that you're over? If you get multiple, yeah. you should get multiple lives. I don't know. Is it just me, or was the lost labyrinth boss? I know, like the first part, which was completely unnecessary. I know it was a nice homage to the labyrinth zone, especially uh, when you boss. die yes. on the second part. It makes you do it again. Yes, so unnecessary. But the second part, the hardest boss. In the entire game, much more so than the final boss. Really? In my opinion, yes. I think I think it's I think it's well, yes, it was a hell of a lot longer. But like, if you get the pattern, like, you more often than not shouldn't get hit. And conceptually, with the the you know the foil of instant death in the lost labyrinth zone, I got so I got gimped. So many times where like I was homing attacked and like my recoil would send me right back into this you know two blocks smashing together. Yeah. So, so frustrating. I think I the first time I tried to face I I lost like ten lives. Mad Gear's boss drove me a little crazy too because just chasing him, like, you know. The, the, the big yellow egg thing. Yeah. <laughs> is that, Avoid is, that. And I'm like, oh no. Is that dodgeable at all? Super tells me it is, but I don't believe him. It, 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 I did it the first time, and then because it, it was just like I was just running and running. I rolled into a ball, and if you roll into a ball during that segment, you go straight to the back, like instantly. So you can really easily dodge it that way. Hmm. But basically, I did it completely by mistake. Yeah. I wasn't even trying, really. I was just like, oh god, what is that? I'm going to hang back for a second and then run forward. And I just ran right under it. it. It's a ridiculous curve from, you know. You know, Splash Hill, which is straightforward. Yeah, he does a little flip, whatever. That's cute, whatever. And then Casino Knights is a joke with a uh, homing attack, especially if you've played Sonic oh 3 God. before. It's a I joke. Didn't see, I didn't yeah. see any attacks that he did. Yeah, I'm like, whoop, you're exploding now. I was watching Tony's stream of the uh, Casino Street boss, and basically, you know, I started seeing, you know, freaking Eggman's just freak out and go into, like, this... The screw, screw attack. attack, yeah. Screw attack, man. The screw attack. And I'm just like, wow, I did not see that in my playthrough. <laughs> I didn't either. I think that was the first time I saw it. I'm like, what is that? Oh, hey, there's spikes at the bottom of the screen now. When did that happen? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, I was up there floating that. and jumped off him. Yeah, I'm, yeah there's spikes show up. Oh, sorry. I just, you know, ran up the hill, jumped, bounced off Eggman's head, hit the bumper, bounced off Eggman's head, hit the bumper. Yeah, it's, cr- just, it's crazy. Repeat into explode. I mean, I'm looking forward to episode two. I'm hoping that they... The homages are nice. I think they were a little much because, you know, people can easily just say, like, oh, nothing's new if you're just taking all the stuff, blah, 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 blah. If you do, you know, new stages and new designs and, you know, improve on these, I think, you know, it's has a lot of good promise for episode two, especially when, you, I, you know, 
I think the what the little the special ending for it being like five seconds for all that that was something like I was totally okay with being spoiled. But you know, if you don't if you don't want to, you know, we'll we'll keep it hush hush. I'm hoping for Tails and Sonic or Tails and yeah. and Knuckles. I love that too. I love that Tails rocket. It's like why was that oh, there? Yeah. Like it's, it's got the Tails on there. <laughs> I just like I just me and Super talking about that. I was like, well, I'm gonna put this rocket here just in case. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I be in this game? No. 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 <laughs> Maybe episode I, I can't, two. From what I've seen of, of colors, I was just like, I really wanted Sonic to start shouting rockets. Ridge <laughs> Racer. Okay, Buzz, uh, you can but... come back now. Are you okay? Yeah, I, I never had. I'm alive. Go. I didn't even get through half the negative. It's okay, things you can Sonic talk about before. Sonic. Oh. Don't be offended. Much. I'm alive. I'm awake, and I feel great. God, I can't <laughs> wait for Team Four Star to do that part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got the big in this week. New York Comic Con went down. Uh, I know we had Mythos Thirteen who went, uh, Smenja mm-hmm. who went, and played a bunch of games like Sonic Colors. So excited for Sonic Colors now! Oh my goodness. And Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and they got four new characters. You got Nate Spencer, or Nate Rad Spencer from uh, Bionic Commando, modeled more after uh, the rearmed, it looks like, as opposed to the original. You have Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins, and that's definitely a very, very loyal adaptation. Looks amazing. Um, then on the Marvel side, it was going to be on the next day, but then, you know, images got leaked. Surprise, surprise, it's the internet. And then you have Magneto, Mag Effinito, uh, Curly Mustache, he's so Pringles. And uh, then you have Modoc. And honestly, like, I'm not a big comic book junkie kind of person, but I've only seen Modoc in the Super Hero Squad show, whatever, that's on, uh, that's on Cartoon Network. You know, sometimes when my parents but, uh, are doing it. He, lo- he looks like uh, Krang, I think his name is, from the original uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. That, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah, I'm just like, what? What's Krang doing there? Where- what? Did Marvel buy TMNT? Yeah, sometimes yeah. I, I flip past it, you know, when parents are at chiropractic appointments at, you know, really early Saturday in the morning, i got to look after the dog. But, you know, that's the only time I've ever seen MODOK. And then you see MODOK in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and it's like, oh... It's, okay. it's it's that guy. Um, what people what are, is that guy? I don't know. It's, he's kind of like got brain powers or something like that, and uses whatever psychic stuff. I I honestly can't say. I'm probably gonna say something that's gonna sound really ignorant. Although I am impressed, he keeps his teeth very white. Indeed. Mm. For being for being a giant thing, and he, I mean his brush has to be gigantic. Mm-hmm. And people are complaining about like, oh, it's you know a waste of a character space, and I, I mean I don't think so. Did you know people probably said that about Mr. Game and Watch the first time it was in Melee, but you know people are if, if people still have problems with Game and Watch, I'm sorry that's that's their issue. But uh, I don't care for Rob, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you you wanted Rob 64, admit it. Rob was a terrible, <laughs> terrible edition. <laughs> he was. I'll complain about Rob. Uh, what do you guys it's think of the videos? Did you get to see the videos? I did. Eh. I did in them. I like Spider-Man's nickname from Magneto. <laughs> Maggie. What did he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Called him Maggie. 
when he's tagging him in, yeah. Um, our Arthur, I think, is, is is amazing how loyal the adaptation is. Really, I, I mentioned that earlier. He he runs the same way, he jumps the same way, his attacks are are all there, and it, it's it was one of those characters where people were requesting. I would say, I still want Phoenix Wright, and I'm not going to hold out hope for Phoenix Wright, but maybe for DLC. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um. I mean, Arthur that main Phoenix Wright. I will buy a console and get this game if Phoenix Wright is in there. There you <laughs> go. And you get to objection for your hyper combos. Um, but, you know, it's it's those four characters. I think we still are expecting to almost see Frank West. Um, trying to think of other characters. Yeah, we're, just, we're getting to that point where, you know, characters are, are surprises. And, uh, Except know, for Mega Man. We still haven't seen him around. True. We still need to see Mega Man. There's that whole... There's the rumor was a few months back that you know Silver Surfer that we saw like an image of Silver Surfer. Apparently, he was deconfirmed on the uh, one of the live streams at New York Comic Con. I'm disappointed that Gambit is apparently also deconfirmed. Um, Gambit's my favorite X Men. I, I wanted him in the game. Oh well. Is Zero still in the running? Um, I hope so. I think there's still you know the the hope. Um, I think someone said they saw his foot. I don't know. <laughs> DQP says bad box art Mega Man for Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Yes. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't complain if that's the Mega Man edition. I wouldn't complain. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that was the Marvel vs. Capcom 3 news. And then the big one is, you know, Konami is bringing back the classic, classic X-Men arcade game for Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation yes. Network. Um, you know, I wasn't much of an arcade goer. Buzz, was this something that was up your alley? Oh yeah, I played the uh the X-Men Arcade one at I believe it was Chuck E. Cheese Chuck like, all e. the Cheese. time. Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. And uh <laughs> I would always play Wolverine and his special was like non-explainable and not anywhere in the series, but basically he like wave his claws all around and like shoot this giant laser boomerang thing from his claws. It made mm-hmm. no sense, but it was awesome. And uh, yeah, I played that game a lot. It was so fun. I so, ended up, uh, it was, for me, it was this game and the Simpsons arcade. Yeah. That's what I played and that's what I loved and it was it's a fantastic game and I was so pumped when I heard about this. You freaking read my mind. I was just looking at the Simpsons again, seeing <laughs> to see who made it, and it was Konami. Konami. So hopefully that means <laughs> this might get a port too sometime. Simpsons game. That was also in Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. That was great. I don't know, I'm excited that Kyle Bear is voicing all the main characters, or the male characters, not the main characters. Oh, that other M game. word. They're re-recording all the voices, and uh, Kyle Bear. for those that don't know, he does a lot of roles. He was at last year's Yomacon, which makes him amazing. Uh, he's you know, known to most people as the narrator in Dragon Ball Z. He also does Gohan, he's Eisen and Bleach, Kiba, and Naruto. He's Ryu. He's Ryu's English voice now. So that was in Street Fighter 4 and also Marvel's Capcom 3. So it's good to see him get that kind of work. Um, but X-Men Arcade, it's it's definitely one of those classics. It's good to see it come back. Um, did, I c- can't remember if there was actually a date for it. Uh, probably early next year. I would say I don't know, uh, but the the main news that I think a lot of people are really excited about is Mega Man Legends Three. You know, we we had mentioned it in passing last time. It was going to be coming out for the 3DS, and um, you know, Keiji Inafune is you know had his panel at uh, New York Comic Con, 
the big news with this is that they are opening up a dev room on Capcom's website. And Capcom Unity, capcom-unity.com slash dev room. They are opening it up for fans to input anything they want into the game. They're taking fan suggestions and you know implementing stuff. So Cyberlink420 was nice enough to PM me all these details for stuff that came out of an interview with uh, you know Inafune and also uh, Mega Man Legends 3 producer Tatsuya Kitabayashi. And so let me look at some of the things here. You know, they're seeking ideas for boss fights, potential designs. Um, they're looking for you know voice actors. Like, which should they uh, should they reprise the role? I know uh, Chris Kerberfer Neosi is, you know, wanting to play the role of Vol Volnut. So, you know, you can definitely put in a good word for him there. He said that on his Twitter. Um, it says a little early dev footage was shown, including some environments, plus a serve bot and a new model of Reaverbot. Apparently, uh, Kitabayashi says that, you know, serve bots will be back in full force and maybe even a little bit much so. Uh, game will utilize a 3DS touchscreen, but won't divulge how much it's used. Bear in mind the touchscreen does not support 3D. Uh, Tronbon is back. Um, oh, here's an interesting thing. Capcom is considering having fans, um, having fans that our writers come up with episodes for the game. So, it says actual canon story stuff or maybe something more akin to Metal Gear Solid 2's Snake Tales. So, I think it's really, really cool to see all this fan uh, input. Buzz, what do you think about, you know, giving games, you know, over to fans in this kind of extent? Well, Buzz, uh, you might want to add gladly back answer, but <laughs> He dropped there for a second. Oh, no! Oh, Falcon, oh. drop! Bad internet. Fail, fail, fail. So, Buzz, I'll ask again. Yes. What do you think about what do you think about uh, games Buzz. that I implement you know fan input like this so heavily? What do you think about all that stuff that you just missed out on? <laughs> I, I I think uh, that the uh, people in Africa are starving and that we should feed them and uh... <laughs> and the Chilean miners got out safely. Yay! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yay. This is the show me your good news portion. Yay. Panda Panda finally brought back the milk oh, and the yes. world is whole again. <laughs> all in all, I'd have to say that what you all said was uh, seven. Forty-two. <laughs> Purple. It's about good. Hard. Does, does anyone? Does anyone here play Legends? I no. played Legends one. I watched I Legends, loved one. Legends one, but I never got to. I never got to uh, really play it all. I did beat it by finding a save file that was completed, but. Uh, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense <laughs> when you just jump into the end. You get this like Mega Man. Mega Man's Mulvola is fighting this thing called Mega Man Juno. I think it is. It's yeah. really really weird. He had pink I hear, hair or something. I hear this story gets way more developed in two. Yeah, is it in the one? It gets really crazy. And I realized that yes, I, the only reason I don't understand it is because I skipped to the end. But you know, I had to return the game like in an hour, so I was just like, eh, what does this do? <laughs> but Mega Man at the end of Legends 2 Mega Man was on the moon like DuckTales the moon uh, I wish you quit putting the DuckTales song in my head Yoko <laughs> 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 with the original cartoon yes. DuckTales DuckTales woo but yeah next time we have Cyberlink on the show you have to do a, a Legends rant or maybe he can make it and it's your turn. Ooh. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. 
Um, Tony, I, I want to let you rant a little bit because you were you were pushing hard for that. Show me news needs more dead space. So, a couple minutes go. Oh, uh, Dead Space Ignition just came out for five bucks. Apparently, it's a little little puzzle game that sets up to a little bit. And uh, yeah, I, I haven't I haven't seen it unfortunately. But another big thing is uh, the pre-order gift for Dead Space Two. You get a plasma cutter. Get a little plasma cutter. Ooh. Hopefully, it's better than the Arkham Asylum battery hang, because that thing sucked. Did anyone ever see that? No. I don't know, it's, but I have real Batman batarangs on my bulletin board. I, I'm, I'm envious. It, it was basically a little plastic bat thing on a stick. You couldn't even take it off and throw it. It looked like a bat <laughs> antenna. Nice. Hopefully, it'll be cool. But it will totally set up... It's basically kind of setting up to it there, and the sprawl and the necromorph infection is spreading. If you don't know what necromorphs are, they're the scariest damn thing in the world to me. If someone comes to Yomicon as a necromorph, I will pee and have to change my pants, so don't do that. Uh, it's Halloween, you might. And Sugar's yeah. is giggling at you peeing your pants. <laughs> that, that's perfect. That's awesome. She thinks it's so funny. <laughs> Little kids even get pee jokes. Uh, but yeah, it seems Isaac is going to the sprawl, and uh, not many people bought the Wii game, but the characters uh, from there are going to the sprawl as well, so maybe they'll all meet up. <laughs> maybe they will all die. Please keep laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, KG is just killing the whole series Dead Space 5. <laughs> it's, really, it's really scary, and... <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Curse is foiled again. Uh, dead space, evil, dead people, monsters. It'll, it'll be cool. Okay. <laughs> dead space is cool. Check it out. Okay, All go right. on. Excellent. <laughs> so I think now we can get into some mail time questions. Woo! We just got a letter. 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 Wonder who it's from. First one comes from Major Moses. We had a little bit of discussion, but I wanted to bring it to the show. At the moment, the Xbox 360 and PS3 are out selling the Wii. How do you feel the most recent games, or the more recent games and peripherals, are affecting each console's sales, and how do you think it'll change with games to come? And Buzz, you had some pretty uh, strong opinions regarding this. Well, yeah. I mean, this only this kind of partially relates to the question, but to me, it's always driven me nuts that for years, analysts are like, uh, the Wii's going to plateau. Oh, it's going to stop selling. I mean, the magic will wear off. People are going to get tired of it. I'm like, um, it's kind of a vacuous truth because it's been, what, four years mm-hmm. and they're finally losing. The reason that they're being outsold is everybody already owns a Wii and you can't sell them to anyone else. And so, um, as far as this question goes, he says, how do you feel the recent games and peripherals are affecting each console's sales, and how do you think it will change with games to come? Um, I think Wii is doing just fine. And I'd be interested to see sales of games versus sales of actual console units, because if you look at uh, video game charts, I mean, Wii is still, like, double the other Mm -hmm. consoles. I mean, they're not quite. The other ones are at least over half. I don't know how much that says, but you know they're over half of what how many Wii's are out there, and I th- I think we will when when the time is right they'll release a new console because the one they put out was fairly inexpensive and they could afford to do it and they're working on a new one and 
They'll just put out a new one while Xbox 360 and PS3 both want their consoles to last about 10 years this time. Yeah. So I mean, I don't think Connect and Move are going to make you know the dent in sales that you know they think they will. Um, you know, the games are a, dis- a different story. I mean, I'd say you know wait until Legend of Zelda comes out. Wait until you know we get some of the more you know AAA titles going. D- yeah. Donkey Kong Returns is going to be huge. Uh, you know yeah. this this holiday, so like I think they're gonna be okay. And then oh wait, they have a little thing called the 3DS. Nintendo as a whole is gonna be fine. They're f- yeah, they're fine. <laughs> it, it's silly to me because people say like, oh, the PlayStation Move is so amazing, it's so much better, so much accurate technology. Yeah. Like, yes, it is, but fundamentally, it's the same thing. All the ideas have been exhausted. Be. It's got to be better. So, I mean, it's had you know years. Yeah, exactly. And so like to me, it's just like. Uh, every idea has already been done on the Wii. You may, yeah, maybe we'll see a couple new ideas on the on the move. But again, they've already been done. So you think your PlayStation Move is all special? Well, we too will arrive and wash that all away anyway. So. It, it did. It did sell 1.5 million already, which ain't bad. So kudos no, to them. That's not terrible. I mean, a lot of people were are excited for it, and I think those are predominantly PS3 owners. I was gonna say, yeah, they're probably you yeah, know, yeah, already yeah. in the install base. Because it's it's more enticing to buy, say you know oh I can buy extensions and add-ons for a system I already own, I mean that that's kind of how it is for uh for PC gamers is oftentimes people be like you know oh we shouldn't build it for PC because uh, a gaming PC is really expensive it's like you know five thousand dollars like well no not really people usually already own a PC and they can just buy a couple upgrades just to fix it up mm-hmm. to run a certain game and like it's the same thing here yeah exactly <laughs> I had a really bad graphics card and I went bought a monstrous one just to make it funner so and yes funner is yeah. a word <laughs> don't hate awesome. you me but yeah i mean i mean no one's doing bad so i think it's just a good thing that this industry is healthy so yay mm-hmm. yep. Yep. excellent so so for pc game is dying slash oh. sarcasm that's why they want on live to fix it super any yeah. thoughts <laughs> honestly the Wii's been, you know, over, yeah, selling and selling and selling and selling and selling. It's getting to the point where, you know, people already have Wii's. We we're all do. Po- mm-hmm. we're, we're getting to the point where people are buying two Wii's. Because one's black. <laughs> yes. <laughs> one's black. And, you know, actually, I know a couple of my friends have two Wii's. One black, one white. I have a few that have one one hacked, one not hacked. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a smart thing, thing to do. That's another reason for it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yep. uh, honestly, you know, PlayStation got the move out, you know, Xbox got, you know, Halo Reach, and I don't know any other games that came out for it recently. They got Connect gigantic. coming with Connect Adventures with the Game Boat. Yes, game is real. <laughs> game is real. Uh, you know, at least Move had some fun games. I really... Really don't know how Connect is gonna do. I'm really. I, I'm, not I'm actually. Sure. I'm literally want to get Connect more for the little things that that has, not the games like I, Xbox on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do too, but that's a hundred and fifty dollars with a crappy yeah. game. With a yeah. crappy game. I just. I'm. I'm personally of the opinion that uh, the Wii is the Harry Potter of the gaming world. Like. All the most, all the harshest critics were like, J.K. Rowling is a terrible author. She can't write. Her English is, you know, her. She doesn't have much depth. Her books are terrible, and yet she's the one raking in all the money and doing everything right, and the one that's most popular. You know, 
we is this unlikely success story to where, you know, you know, sort of sort of in the same vein as like also Twilight. It's like Twilight comes out and then there's a million vampire books shortly after. We succeeds. Now there's all these motion controls coming out for all the consoles, but they but, don't but, like get why it was fun in the first place. They're just mimicking. They're not innovating. Please don't compare the but, Wii to Twilight. Sorry, <laughs> too late. But 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 by I mean the the Wii doesn't have sorcery See, and the, the PS3 Wii, does. The PS3 is gonna have sorcery like, and you can have the wand well, you know, and magic. It's like Kirsten Dunst and Yo, Yoko Xbox. Yoko is the biggest Twilight is. fan here. <laughs> Uh, I think we've all seen that video. Yes. <laughs> I've honestly gotten to the point too, just personally, trophies and achievements. I don't care too much for them anymore. If the game's fun, that's I'm growing up now. I don't care about little petty things like that anymore. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to the, to the light, Tony. Tony. But points don't matter. That's right. The points are like achievements. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, <sighs> I do like HD, but you know, the Wii games are fun. So mm-hmm. who cares in the long run? Next question comes from Exo Ryko. If you could be a guest star on any TV show, it doesn't have to be on the air, which would it be and why? Buzz, I'm going to guess yours is Survivor. Well, but yes, (laughs) that is the correct answer, but (laughs) that's actually not how I took the question because Survivor is something you, like, apply to be on. Right. Like, the way I look at the question, I'd want to be on House because... House is perfectly set up to where it's um, it's a medical show, and every episode is a new patient. So it's like perfectly geared for you know someone like me to show up, be on a whole episode, and then disappear again. And no, I'm not a main character. I would love to be a, a patient. And I get gotta do what? Can you fake a C's? <laughs> yes, and I get to bleed and puke and do all that other great stuff. I know. <laughs> You know, that's all. That's all. Every episode is too. They're always like, "I'm fine. Let me let me discharge." <laughs> okay, I'm sick I, still. Take me back. And like, I've literally like left the room. Like, call me when he sees when it's just going up <laughs> the fridge. And he literally, my buddy, literally, he's seizing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously though, I I would love to just be like the the patient. You know, the the s- semi main character of one episode of House. That's my dream. Hmm. But I would like to be on Survivor. Yoko is right. Yes, I I, I do know you that well. Uh, Super, I, what about you? I'm not sure. House is a great one. I'm thinking for you, Yoko. You're thinking about, you know, side by side with uh, Neil Patrick Harris on How I Met Your Mother. You're, but you could have a different one. You're right. I would be Barney Stinson's wingman on How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Absolutely right. Uh, honestly, I, I don't really, you know, sh- I, I don't really watch a whole lot of TV. But I kind of want to be on the, I guess, good guy side. Of <laughs> Penn and Teller's BS, hmm. because that show is so awesome, and I respect those guys so much. And I know they're probably the raunchiest guy things out there right now <laughs> on Cinema. On I think it's Cinemax or Show Showtime. I think it is. Either way, yeah, I, I want to be on that one. Yeah. I, I want I want to be on that one simply because you guys you guys already took How I Met Your Mother and freaking House. <laughs> What's left for me, guys? What's left for me? The Office. I don't watch The Office, actually. Huh. Scrubs? Well, okay, Scrubs okay, yeah, okay. It doesn't have to well, be on the it, air. Yes, yes, it doesn't have to be on the air. Oh, yes, I okay. want to be on the, fir- the first eight seasons of Scrubs. There you Hopefully go. more like the seventh or eighth season, but, you know. Not the ninth. 
Not the ninth, not the ninth. But yeah, I would definitely. I was thinking Scrubs earlier, and I'm just like, well, it's not really on anymore, and you know, how would that really work out? But uh, I just watched so, yeah. the ninth season. Well, well, so <laughs> zero so, Ranma. So the- oh, sorry, zero Ranma is saying Chuck in the chat. Ooh. That'd be awesome. DQP. Ooh, DQ- Chuck. A DQP Chuck, saying Chuck's whose line? One. Whose line's a good choice? Whose line would be so much fun? If who, if who, if whose line was still being hosted by you know Drew Carey back in the day? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it since. I think it's, he was it's gone. Two thousand six, sometime I think. Yeah, he was the I only American be, host. I, and I would not be a guest star on Law and Order because they'd probably have me say, "Pause the game." <laughs> Pause the game. Tony. Wait, Super. Wouldn't you want to be like just in the background of a Horatio one-liner in CSI Miami? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just in the background, and just like he says the one-liner, and I just and, and he, he can't find his glasses. And I'm just behind him with putting the glasses on. <laughs> uh, I watch a lot more cartoons than you guys. So, and Buzz took House. I, yeah. If I was on House, Off I'd want to be the the House biggest fan patient that knows all the procedures and be like, oh, okay. If you want to do that procedure, ask Cuddy first, though. Like that knows all the crazy stuff House does. <laughs> but if I really had to pick, I think I'd be like a guest voice on Family Guy because I just want to meet those people. Oh, yeah, McFarland. McFarlane is my hero. I love American Dad, Cleveland Family. I love every single one of them. I've watched everything he's produced, and he's such an awesome dude. And I want to hang out with him. Oh, DQP said Batman the animated the animated series. Okay, that too. <laughs> I want Kevin Conroy, and Mark Hamill's autograph, totally. Hmm. Animaniacs. I don't know. Well, cool. for, uh, <laughs> the Nostalgia Critics, you know, Animaniacs tribute. That that pretty much you know sedated me for that. Yeah, Avatar would be cool too. I'm, I'm rewatching Avatar with my buddy. I, I, did, Dude, I was Avatar, about Avatar. So good. I, you have no. I've, I think I've maybe seen like the series three times. Like fully seen... since uh, you know I've got, I've graduated from school because it's like on TV all over the place on Nicktoons. All and over the I place. don't have Nicktoons. Oh, oh my goodness! I, I've I, only I watched... seen one episode, and that's when like. Op- I think it's his name. I can't remember his name. The big six-legged flying bison thing. Appa. 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 He, was, uh, he, he was taken by sandbenders, and that Aww. was the episode I saw. I cried. Sad. Sad. Samurai Jack is better. <laughs> I, li- I like Samurai Jack, but I only saw one episode. Clancy yeah, Brown. Watch... Go ahead. I didn't watch all that. I didn't watch all that. Ooh. <laughs> How, what about, you know, Tony for Sonic Saturday AM? <laughs> I don't know no. if it went on another season. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, we would be on the uh, let's say the sixth season, just just so you could say, hey, they had three other seasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's get to the last question now. Uh, yeah. It's from Brandut, and we kind of mentioned it earlier. With the release of Kirby's Epic Yarn, if there ever is another Smash title, can we expect Sakurai to add another iteration of Kirby? Yarn Kirby to the game, like Toon Link. I'm gonna say no. Um, you already have, you know, Kirby is, you know, installed in the first three ones. I think Yarn Kirby is original in a sense, and like he would have, you know, a great Final Smash and that big, you know, transformation into the big Kirby bot. But I think it's, I think the differences would be, well, I guess, you know, Toon Link from Link. No, I, I mean I think there are other options for characters in Nintendo's you know vast array of games. Than... It'd be fantastic though, like he could like crinkle the level. Well, 
Mm-hmm. But honestly, I think Prince Fluff would be the better idea. Agreed. Instead of Yarn Kirby. Prince Fluff is B.A. Faux show. Look at, look at Kirby's moveset. Yeah, there's a cake-eating contest. <laughs> the gra- hey, guys, the grass feels like pants. Like pants. The, the Look at Kirby's movesets, though. Almost every move is like a reference. Couldn't they just do a yarn reference in there? Probably, yeah. I mean, that would work just as good. I'll be no longer cutter. You, you'd use a wine whip, in a sense. Yarn. The- <laughs> That's right, he's, te- he's tether-grabbing now. Oh, no. Yeah, you could definitely tether-grab, yeah. Hi, Kadri. <laughs> she likes Kirby Epic, Epic Yarn, apparently. She would. Yeah. It's such a it's, cute game. It feels I'm, like this. I want to pick it up. We got it. We got the magic yarn. <laughs> oh, gosh. We, yeah, it, plus the uh, the cutscenes are totally straight out of, like, kids' or babies' books. It's. I mean, we got it. We got the magic yarn. The magic yarn sti- uh, stitched uh, the two worlds together. <laughs> It's, it's got to have better narrative than Squeak Squad. Kadri is very close to playing video games, so that'd Ooh. be a good one to introduce her on. You need to, we need to like get an update as soon as that happens. Exactly. Yes. She's a, remember, she's the Wii baby. Born on the same day as the Wii. It was meant exactly. to be. Exactly. Wii baby. Oh, that's right. She stole my birthday. <laughs> she stole it? <laughs> you she have no it. birthday now? Nope. <laughs> Birthdays are good for you. The more you have, the longer you live. Uh, I don't know, guys. The, I think the ending of Kirby's Epic Yarn is pretty disturbing. If, yeah, uh, a little bit. If you ever get <laughs> to see it. Don't ruin it. I'll slap you. We're not ruining it. Not ruining it. One word. Sock. Sock. What? Oh, um, that, that quit mail time I was, I was talking about, Ori Bro. Apparently he already sent it to you. Oh, what? The one he sent you for, like, a, the last show. Oh, I don't want to dig for that. Guys, improv discussion while I find this. Okay. Has anyone <laughs> has anyone played Squeak Squad? I played the start of it. I don't even know what that is. The, I love this a... the story in that is just Kirby lost his cake. Yes, he lost his cake. It was stolen from him. <laughs> and, and he Kirby spends goes the entire on an adventure. game looking for this one cake. They and a... ends up like bringing down Mennonites like hellbirds and stuff like that. They have a cake eating contest. Yeah, they have a cake eating contest. Save the world, but he didn't care. He just wanted his cake back. Yeah. It's like the best lie. story ever to me. You're right, Buzz. It is a lie. <laughs> no, he but, got it back. Well, while we're on the subject of Kirby, Amazing Mirror, guys. Who's played it? Nope. I think you, Yoko. You might have you played it? Mm, nope. Really? Oh gosh, Amazing Mirror. I know this is gonna sound bad is, like, the precursor to the South Space Emissary Great Maze. Ah. Uh, except oh for, like... That sounds terrible. Except, that except so for, bad. like... I know, I, I know it's a, Except for it's amazing. And it's four-player <laughs> co-op. You, it's amazing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, no. Built, built the Great Maze in Minecraft, okay? <laughs> Do it. Okay, I found no. this mail time question why, from Ori Bro. Why, why, why did you say that? Because you know I just might. <laughs> I'm not going to see him for a week now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yoko. Right. Go, Yoko. Question, go, Yoko, question go. from Ori Bro. Yoko and Buzz. So not you two. Ha 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 ha. I'm just kidding. 
have you guys been watching WCG's Ultimate Gamer on the Sci-Fi Network? And of course, we have to note that Sci-Fi is S Y F Y. Stupid. With the season two finale next Thursday. What are your thoughts on Season 2, and do you believe the fighting game community was represented well with Justin Wong, Street Fighter 4, and Princess Aura, Super Smash Bros. Brawl, both placing fairly well in the competition? Um, I have not been watching, because while well, I do have sci-fi, um, <laughs> I, I don't really I don't sci- watch it. I, I probably should, because I think Justin Wong represents the Street Fighter community well. He places very highly, you know, usually. Um, What's it called? I've never seen it either. So. WCG's, that's what, World Competitive Gaming, I think? Uh, Ultimate Gamer? Oh. Interesting. I've never heard of that, actually. Um, but I did meet, I actually met Princess Aura once. She's really nice, and we have to say she's pretty cute. Um, I'm a little surprised that she placed uh, well. I'm, I'm kind of interested now, like, what actually the co- competition for Brawl was. I mean, she was... She's you know skilled. Don't get me wrong, but the you know maybe she got better since I I met her last because there were always people placing ahead of her. And I uh, bet Panda was there probably just avoiding us. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, no, I, I think it's cool that you know stuff like that is on TV in the first place. Uh, that's pretty awesome. But I haven't gotten around to seeing it. I I watch shows like sitcoms. It sounds intriguing. I'll have to go look it up now yeah. <laughs> and get addicted. Exactly. Maybe it'll be the new Survivor, and you'll want to be on that one. No. When, no. Survivor's the best game, the ultimate game ever. <laughs> ultimate game I want to play. One step closer to gaming ESPN. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'll never forget that idea. I hope it happens. <laughs> <laughs> and then gaming ESPN can also come to Xbox Live, and we can watch matches and vote on who we like. And then we can watch Show Me Your News, because it would totally Ooh. be picked up by this gaming... ESPN, ESPN. Totes. Right? Totes. As long as right. it's not MLG, we'll be fine. We're going to have to wear a helmet yeah. every time we broadcast. Yeah. The Falcon helmet. Punch! Alright, well, I, that's all we got for the outline. We're over two hours long, and I'm I'm praying that we don't have any technical difficulties with this one. And no Zubats! No Zubats. We've had no Zubats. We haven't had demonic voices. I think we're we're in good shape for this episode. Um, so I wanted to thank you to Super and Tony. Um, I can't wait for Yomacon. Um, you can't either. We're gonna have oh, yeah. we're gonna have a, a jolly old time. And Buzz, you get a break for what a couple weeks. <laughs> oh no! What am I gonna do? Uh, well, I would do. I do need to webcam my Goto costume, but that's it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But um, for the cutout, be showing that off once it's finished. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mop top. I win. You do. Is it gonna be? Is it gonna be the cutout of you? Is that what it's gonna be of? <laughs> now he's got the the mask has been cast. Yep, Sugar's working wow. on it right now, or or was earlier. Yeah, she is fitting it to my face and everything. It's real. Awesome. <laughs> does it does it glow? We're working on that part. Pretty soon, I'll be able to be like objection. Just like he does. Yeah, exactly. Um, In my SMYN mug, of course. But yeah, episode seventy uh, seventy-three of Show Me Your News will probably just be something recorded on uh, Sword Hunter's netbook from the laptop because we're not going to really have internet access there. It is that weekend, uh, the Omicron weekend. So we'll come up with something. It won't be live streamed. I'm sorry, live stream people, but we'll have. 
plenty and plenty of coverage for you uh, coming back from the event oh, yeah. and also the uh, the panel. Which should Does be the Renaissance Center not have Wi-Fi? Um, probably not free Wi-Fi, and I'd rather ah. not. I'd rather not pay for Wi-Fi in a hotel. Yeah. Um, we'll take pictures. Yes. And video. Pictures are good. Yes, a yes. lot of good galleries would be wonderful, especially on the Facebook page. Yeah. Didn't Cyberlink say he was bringing his camera? For show. So yeah, right. find us on Facebook. Um, show me your news. Twitter, show me your news. YouTube, show me your news. Live stream. SMYN and showmenews.com. So with that, I am Yoko. I am the Buzzsaw. I'm Super. I'm Tony. And we are out. Do we have an It's Your Turn? Let's find out. It's your turn. This week's It's Your Turn comes from Epsilon125 and talks about the Scott Pilgrim franchise. Okay, so you've seen the movie, but you may not know that much. So what else do you need to know about this Canadian rocker? Well, listen to find out. Hello everyone, this is Epsilon125 with another It's Your Turn. This week I am hoping to talk about the epic movie slash video game slash comic book franchise, Scott Pilgrim. Yes, it's not exactly video game related, but if you're listening to this, it doesn't matter. revolves around the titular hero of the story, Scott Pilgrim, a 23-year-old slacker who lives in Toronto. He lives in a small apartment with his roommate, Wallace Wells, and plays bass in the garage band, Sex bob One day, Scott meets an enigmatic and quiet girl named Ramona Flowers, and falls in love with her. He tries to start a relationship with her, to no avail at first, but it succeeds eventually. Now up to this point, it sounds like the plot of any typical romantic comedy, but Ramona reveals that there's a catch. If Scott wants to date her, he'll have to do battle with her seven evil ex-boyfriends in single combat to the death. Now what really pushes the series over the top into true greatness is that Scott's world is running on video game logic. This means that enemies burst into coins when defeated, characters can gain experience and even level up, there are glowing save points scattered about the world, and food and beverages have stat bonuses listed in place of the nutrition facts. And those are just the overarching references to vague video gaming tropes. Within every volume of the books and every scene of the movie are tons of references to retro gaming classics, as well as other media like music and movies. I won't provide any specific examples because they really are a joy to discover whether you're looking at them on the page or watching them on the screen. The graphic novels were written by Canadian artist Brian Lee O'Malley, and the movie was directed by the esteemed Edgar Wright, the man behind comedies like Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. We are Sex Bob-omb, and we're here to make you think about death and get sad and stuff! The movie and comics have even spawned their very own video game, which is available for PSN and XBLA. The game is in the style of an old-school beat-em-up with four-player co-op, along with all the references and humor of the series. The game also has a fantastic chiptune rock soundtrack, done by a Japanese band that I have absolutely no hope of pronouncing. Despite almost universal praise for the comics, movie, and game, the series has not really gotten the recognition it truly deserves. The movie opened at 5th place at the box office and dropped off the top 10 the next week, making back only one-sixth of its budget. So, 
I hope that I'll be able to spread the news about this wonderful series. If the series sounds like something you'd enjoy, and trust me, if you're listening to SMYN, you would enjoy it, go see the movie if it's still in your area, or check out the comics, or download the game. Trust me, you'll fall in lesbians with this series as much as I did. Thanks for your time. I don't have a text. We'll just we'll just throw something in. There you go. <laughs> what was that Easter egg we had for our second episode that we haven't done yet? I don't donate know. it to Yoko. <laughs> it was I, I funny. Don't I don't know what happened though. <laughs> yes, we'll just throw in that very old Ode to Minions that we did for the fan cast. <laughs> Dude, that was like that was the saddest thing that it didn't turn out. It was the uh, the episode we had Cyberlink oh, and right. Game Buddy. And so Link was singing Ode Dominions, and then like I randomly just like did some bullshit on the guitar, dude. And, like live. it was it was so good, but it only picked up Cyberlink singing, and so like the magic was lost. Live at Yomacon, let's do it. Ode All Dominions. right, <laughs> video for sure. All right, but it better we, be we, in 1080p. We, we, we have to, uh, I think you, we you only get 720. Lame. <laughs> gotta allocate parts, so you got the people who, you know, will, will scream "Gidamente" and all that. Guy, guy, flambe. Oh, that that that'll be good. Hey, have you any, have you actually missed any other like Easter eggs in the past? Um, like as in not be able to record them, or well, not being able to record them, things you just kind of lost because you know they oh. turned out demonic or something. Huh. Um. You know, I don't think so. I think looking at some of the mu- I got, I got an idea from like you know, the Debaga. I was like, playing guitar and he's like, "Show me news needs a music album with like all the music Easter eggs and just like some I, of your random video game covers." I'm like, yeah, "I could do that if I get time." That's I do like- actually have a number of them right here on my computer. <laughs> and Ori Bro <laughs> just got home from Ludington. Told you you'd get stuck in traffic, bro. I told you, bro. Uh, well, you best got, timing ever. You got your mail time in. It's cool. Um, yeah, I made sure your mail time got in. But, you know, and I actually... uh Kidri's drawing. She's drawing? Yes. What's she, she drawing? Was scribbling on paper while those podcast was going. She's oh, drawing Necro Morphs. Give us some, like, give us some descriptions of Kadri's artwork. She's drawing necromorphs because she thinks they're oh, funny, see. apparently. Yes. Scribble vertical, scribble horizontal, dark line, light line, zoop, loop de loop de loop de loop de loop de loop. Uh, colors? Now she's, e- now she's, very, now she's very eating very it. Picasso. Are they colors at all? or? 
No, it's just a pencil on a on one of those yellow uh, notepad things. <laughs> yellow paper things. Cyberlink says, and "Oh, pad. she's drawing a Sonic level." <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's all I, I could think of when you said colors. For for us, the uh, was it the music for the music Easter eggs? Like I said, look at the Hero of Time overture. For the time I put into that, like I didn't, you know, spend so long on it, but I listened to it and it's just like I made a mistake there and there and there, and ah, uh, like some of like in Gerudo Valley especially. Now that I pointed out, people are gonna go and listen to it however they can, and they're gonna be like, this "Holy crap, he's right! This is so bad!" And yeah, Gerudo Valley, the intro, it, it the, some of the beats and all it doesn't line up. It's um, bad, and you should feel bad. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see here. Oh, but yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot better than any of the music that I've composed over the years. <laughs> I, thanks. I guess I have it. <laughs> um, okay, I honestly, I have no idea where I put all of these all of this show me your new songs that I've pulled for the. Uh, the wiki actually I was oh, putting yeah. it, I was grabbing everything together so I could start putting the musical easter eggs as their own sound files but you know you, hand them over to okay. you host them on you reminded me of just like the music I have to put my foot down I've probably said it on the show before but I'm kind of annoyed how people took Falconmon and didn't attribute it to me and they used it in different flash animations I know and some people did some people did like say it was Yoko Shomiru's whatever, but like, god damn it! it I know how I know how people feel now when like their stuff gets ripped and like put on other channels, and yet there's also the whole like what WTFP series two of you know Sniper oh. Wolf and Chrome Snake that those you know, guys pissed me off. They uh they just yeah. you know borrowed WTFP and never asked and they're like, yeah we stole it. Sue us. That's and exactly what they said. It is exactly mm. what they said, and like oh, they that. said, we stole it. So what? And I'm just like, actually, I have a big problem with that. Because your microphones are terrible. Yeah, that was actually a big problem too. <sighs> and because yeah, I know, I know my you know my buddy Phil, who is who does uh, the Pokemon retrospective. I mentioned uh, here a couple times. He uh, I, I, you know, he was gonna. You know, help me with like you know WTFP, and he was gonna like help do the editing and all that stuff, and we had plans for that, and it just never happened. And then <laughs> this series two crap came out, and it's just like, oh, now I really don't want to get back into it because of that. Also had uh, someone contact me recently about, you know, you know what what happened to WTFP. I hope he doesn't mind. I'm gonna read his his, his private message to me. Hey, didn't you used to make a WTF Pokemon podcast? I can't find you on YouTube, and I can't find a WTFP episode 49. What happened? And I was just basically like, yeah, long story short, uh, we lost our will to do WTFP because it doesn't help when you lose 1,200 subscribers for, you know, bullcrap reasons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you only got up to episode 48? Yeah. Yeah, and it was funny because we had like a couple episodes out for like a while, and we just never really added them. And then like suddenly, a few months later, like, oh, here we go, adding a couple. Yeah, because if we got up to forty nine, that would actually make 
like a weird parallel for Show Me Your News because there was that time there. Oh right? yeah. Suddenly, and then suddenly you rebooted on fifty. Now that you mention it, that is really weird. Mm hmm. Wasn't the plan initially uh, <clears throat> that you and uh, you and Sorty were gonna do one last raw? You decided you were gonna quit, and oh, then oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was. I think that was the final nail in the coffin because we were yeah we said we were like oh you know we're gonna take a couple episodes or even movies, and uh, yeah so like let us know, and then that was that was when the shutdown happened, and then I just like no. This, this. Is that around the time you were making fun of Thunder Armor? Because I still remember Thunder Armor to this day. Yeah, probably. I I think I've had some choice words for Thunder Armor. Um, and some I of the other. I don't know what Thunder bands. Armor is. You don't want to. <sighs> Thunder Armor is when in the battle against Tate and Lisa of the Moss Deep Gym, Swellow and Pikachu fought against Solrock and Lunatone. And the you know they had a great team strategy. Uh, Tate and Lisa did, and Ash's big strategy to come back and win was for Pikachu and Swellow to fly up into the clouds during a storm. Have Pikachu use Thunder, have Thunder intentionally hit Swellow, so Swellow gained Thunder Armor and became all gold. And uh, that was and they basically won and owned. <laughs> That was it's as stupid as it sounds. I kind of wanted to throw my laptop there for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Soul Daraku is also in the live stream chat making note of the classic Blaine. Aim for the horn! Tailors. Because Rhydon is, you know, ha doesn't have uh, electricity affect him, but his lightning rod of a horn is makes him one-hit KO. Sigh. Yeah, that... that. No. I've got a jet, guys. Okay. Got a jet. Gotta take care of a little baby. We'll see ya. All right. Okay, see ya. See ya. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs>